What up, what up, what up? This is the best of Are You Entertained podcast. Welcome to the second annual year in review podcast. I'm Trey Alessio alongside Brandon Ogden in our very own Are You Entertained studios. How you doing? Wonderful. Happy New Year. We're ready to start the New Year. We're doing this on New Year's Eve. We're cutting it close. Before we turn up. Before we turn up, um, we're going downstairs to turn up. So, you yes, know, that's are. how we do, baby. Uh, first of all, I want to thank anyone and everyone who listened to a podcast, clicked into an article, watched a video, followed us, or interacted with us in any way on social media. We're going to get bigger and better in the next year. So tell uh, tell your friends to hop on the bandwagon. 2017 was crazy. Uh, lots of ups and downs, but we're going to look back and celebrate our favorite moments from this year's entertainment headlines. This pod- podcast will be a little bit different than the normal podcast that we do. We will rank our top 10 albums, songs, movies, TV shows, sports moments, and everything in between. Anything from January 1st to December 31st today is eligible. Uh, we're going to reveal our top 10 list back and forth and backwards sequentially. Um, Brandon and I haven't seen each other's list, so this is going to be a big reveal for everybody. And this is honestly one of my favorite podcasts that we do. It's kind of building up to this thing, and uh, it, it's fun, and we have fun with it. So um, thank you for sticking with us this whole year, and let's get right into it. So I kind of tried to make the – personally for me, is the album is it's kind of the big thing for me. So that we put that last TV shows. We watch TV just not as much as we'd like to so yeah we're gonna so for 2018 i have an idea that i haven't talked to you about okay i feel like we're we do it on the fly yes i feel like we're gonna have to pick a couple of shows yeah and watch them together and like review them and kinda? then review them and then like that, that way our list uh, can be a little bit more in depth because i, I won't lie my uh, tv show watching this year was at an all-time low <laughs> uh and so my top 10 list of tv shows is gonna be horrendous because it's going to be basically what i saw on the internet yeah so that's all right. Uh, my my first list is not a strong start. We'll f- I'll finish. That's, that's why we're starting I'll with finish it. Finish strong. Well, that's why we're starting Slow with start. this. We're getting to. Uh, right. We're building it up. Building it up. All right. So we're gonna start with TV shows. Um, I will start then. I guess uh, we're gonna start with ten, nine, eight, up to one. Are we going back and forth? Your ten, yeah. my ten. Yeah, yeah, my ten, your ten. So this show, um, I was very intrigued the first season. It's. I don't want to say it's fallen off for me, but. Um, there's no Pablo anymore, so it's not okay. up. It's not quite what it was in my mind. But I'm gonna go Narcos for number ten. Uh, I'm a big true story crime drama guy, so I gotta include it in my top ten. So um, gotta show love to the Netflix crime drama about Pablo Escobar, Narcos. All right, my number ten again. Not a show that I have watched, <laughs> uh, but it's gotten a lot of acclaim. Uh, it's very popular. Uh, I try to pick shows that. If I haven't watched, I know someone that has. Yeah. Uh, so I lean on them a little bit. And my parents have watched this. So number 10, I went with The Crown. The Crown. And that's getting a lot of love at like the Golden Globes. Right. And they'll right. probably do numbers of the Emmys. So you can take this, this these lists in either way. Like if you don't, if you haven't watched everyone, but you know that it's um, getting a lot of recognition at the award shows or it's popular online. You can take it in that way, too. So that's your way. That's, that's your way. For TV shows. For TV shows. All right. This one, I also, uh, my dad watched it, and I was kind of like in the room. He binged it out in one day, so I was there. It was actually a good show, but I'd like to rewatch and kind of take it all in. Because when I like to watch TV shows, 
I'm weird. I like to put everything away. I don't like to look at my phone. Like I like to watch the damn show. Uh, and that is another Netflix series, uh, Ozark. It's kind of about loan sharking, and yep. it's kind of it, it was good. I liked it a lot. I just like to rewatch it. So that's my number nine. Good. I, my number nine. I also give some love to Netflix. I've watched the first two seasons of this show, I believe. All right. I haven't got time to watch the newest one. Uh, that's Master of None. Master of None. Aziz. Aziz. Yeah. So I've heard. The fir- yeah. The heard first two funny. seasons are pretty damn good. Uh, are they on there? Is this the third? Season? I think they're in the third. Maybe it's the second season. Okay. Second or third. Yeah. Uh, I know I've watched the whole first season. I thought I watched the second, but yeah. So that would be my number nine. Okay. Uh, moving on. This is kind of my guilty pleasure of a show. It's okay. kind of the dream to be on this show. Oh, I went a little reality, reality. show. Uh, you wouldn't have thought that that cracked my top ten, but. Big Brother. I would have probably put that on my list if I actually thought about it. I mean, it's... I mean, it, it was a could, really good year, You too. could argue it's not, like, a good show. It's trash TV. Yeah. But it's Everybody's drama, gotta, and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, four reality shows, it's my favorite. So yeah. yeah that's, that's my number eight. That would have been on there if I would have thought of it. Uh, so, my number eight is another show that I've watched uh, some of the previous seasons. Haven't had time to watch the newest season, but uh, from what I've heard, this is probably the best season they've done. That's the Americans. Okay. That's FX, I believe. FX, yes. And it's kind of about, like... Uh, Russian spies. Russian spies. Yes. Yeah. Cold yeah. War. That does look good. Um, you know, honestly, like, I, I have a little bit of a life. Like, I know I watch a bunch of movies, TV, all that. But um, I, that would be one that I'd want to watch if I had, you know... It's something it's I in think the queue. You, I think you would really like. Oh, it. definitely, definitely. Maybe we should watch that. I got Amazon definitely. Prime. Definitely. One show that on isn't on the list, but I would love to watch. I need to find a um, platform to watch it on. Is Mr. Robot? I've heard great I've heard, things yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. So uh, maybe that's both. Both of those shows, maybe something we can get. All right, on to number seven. I have Ballers. Um, I was actually pretty proud of myself. Uh, I. I tweeted out when the season finale hit that honestly, so this show has kind of declined for me. Like the first season was awesome. Second season was pretty good. Third season kind of hit a plateau, but the, the season finale, I actually really did enjoy. And the future of the show, um, has potential in my mind. Uh, the rock is great. Uh, Denzel Washington's son. It's his name is John David Washington. Um, he is awesome. I think he might be a, a breakout star. Uh, so ballers. Uh, did I even say why I was proud of myself? The Rock retweeted me. Oh, I, yeah, I said, yeah. uh, I said like great, great ending to the season, and he retweeted me. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. So uh, ballers number seven. I think going back to last year was The Rock both of our 2017 MVPs. He might have been. I he mean, was he mine. was in like every other action movie. Insane. Yeah. My number seven, I believe we're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, similar to The Crown. Haven't seen it. <laughs> I know a You've couple people. <laughs> know a couple people that have seen it. And it's another one of those shows that uh, is getting all sorts of uh, award show love. Uh-huh. That's The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think that's Hulu. I think I, that's Hulu. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Personally, I mean, I haven't seen it either. It's but not a show I would watch. It, same. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not big into like the olden days yeah. with. Uh, yeah, it's just not my thing. But it is getting a lot of love, so I respect the pick. All right, number six is kind of uh, from left field. I don't foresee you <laughs> me even seeing me picking this, but South Park season okay. twenty one. Uh, I've become addicted to South Park. The South Park is great because it's fucking stupid and it's hilarious. But they tackle real life issues right. that are serious issues, and they make them 
stupid funny. And um, I think it, this season wasn't as good as last season because last season um, basically it was all about the presidential election and Trump. Um, and it was like a cohesive season. So uh, the, the one episode connected with the, the last episode, uh, this season wasn't as cohesive, but it's still tied in with you know existing themes um and it was just comedy just hilarious so uh south park season 21 okay my number six kind of similar to what you just talked about with cohesiveness and talks about everyday messages um i have actually watched a couple episodes of this and every time i like it i just never take the time to sit down and watch it every week uh that's blackish okay another one that's getting a lot of love definitely for award shows has you know for the past feels so, like three so years i know it's a comedy right but it has like but heart it's and, like, hard hitting issues yeah okay. some of them are more serious than others but they try to bring comedy within sure. everything but it, it does tie into the um you know current day themes so okay um, it, it's an interesting show i don't think it's for everybody yeah uh, obviously but okay it, it's enjoyable if you just i just never take the time to actually sure. sit there sure. and watch it every week it's see it's weird for me i mean like i foresee myself not watching like network actual TV like shows. network like cable tv yeah. I, I find myself watching like Stream netflix only. hbo's yeah yeah so all right uh moving on to number five i'll be the first to admit this did not age well as a show <laughs> But uh, I still have to – it's a great show, and it's honestly a top three show all time for me, so I can't leave it off this list. Um, House of Cards, uh, it's a damn shame what Kevin Spacey did, and he's paying the price for it. Uh, he got fired from the show. He is uh, not going to be in the final sixth season next year, I'm assuming. Yep. Um, but, yeah, House of Cards, I just – I love the show. I'm yep. a, It's a political it's corruption a junkie show. show. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just didn't age well. Yeah. So, uh, my number five, another show I do not watch. I tried. I really made a conservative effort to try to watch the show. Could not get into it. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like it's everybody's favorite show. And that is Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I uh, put that out there for my thronies. Yeah. See, I, I left this off that I left Game of Thrones off this list. And if you straight up, if you miss this part, but hear my whole list. You're going to be like, this dude is fucking stupid right. because you everybody went, loves the show. You went more personal opinion yeah. rather yeah. than overall broadness. Exactly. If I haven't watched it, like, I'm not going to put it on there. And, I mean, I, I understand if you haven't watched, like, any shows, if you're not a TV guy, then I understand. But, um, yeah, yeah I don't, I I don't want to rank. That's the thing. Usually I am. It's yeah. just this year specifically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a little hectic. So. No, no worries. I mean, I just didn't want to put Game of Thrones if I watched it would probably be in this list. Right, I just haven't right. seen it. So um, I'll probably wait till it's like all done and then just watch the whole thing. It'll be like Sopranos. I'll, I'll kind of yeah. watch it and then I'll be like, okay, the show's awesome. So, so yeah. yeah. Didn't do um, it for me. That's, that's, uh, what, are, what are we on? Four, on now? four now? Four now. All right. This show, fucking comedy. It is genius. I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, that is Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think this is season nine, and it just got renewed for season 10. Uh, it went away for a few years, and it's back. Just brilliant. Larry David is just a genius. Uh, I love the way they kind of tackle little life stupid issues that, I mean, they don't matter in the grand scheme of things, but they're just hilarious. And then he finds a beautiful way to, like, 
have something in the beginning and loop it back around in the end. It's just it's Seinfeld. It's a show they, of minor inconveniences. Exactly. It's basically Seinfeld, but they can cuss. It's right, and everybody can relate yes. to some of those minor inconveniences. Yes, uh, I was I was dying every episode. I highly recommend it. My number four again didn't watch it, um, but it was uh, similar to Game of Thrones. It was everybody's favorite show. I went Stranger Things. Okay, yes. it was season two. Season two. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, th- again, I didn't put that in my list because I haven't watched it. I would like to watch it. Yeah. it. It's probably not a show I'll be like, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. It looks kind of like a kid show. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's getting a lot of love, so I'm sure it's good. It's just not in my list because I haven't seen it. Uh, moving on to number three. I highly recommend the show for anybody who is, you know, the crime, drama, action-packed uh, junkies that that is power it is on stars so um, if you don't have stars you probably won't see it but um, it's 50 cent he executive produces he, he's in it too but um, it's amazing it's basically about a drug kingpin who has a uh, club as a front and kind of the the corruption that goes on behind the scenes and um, trying to get clean and it, it, it's very good I think it's on season four going into five so awesome show all right my number three uh piggyback off your list i went with house of cards all personal right. favorite of personal mine. fave um it was a really entertaining season definitely i thought the last season and a little bit of the season before kind of got a little stagnant um, yeah. but we picked up the the craziness in dc um and they and continue to kind of tackle like yeah, real life issues, but in this in a, in in, a, in a different staged way. fake world. Exactly, basically. Yeah. exactly. So House of Cards number three, number three. All right, going into number two again, highly recommended. I did not think this was going to be as good as I did think it was. That is The Punisher. It's a Netflix show. It's a Marvel show. Um, just awesome. And like like I said, I did not think it was going to tackle like real life issues. But uh, it's really about, like, gun control and PTSD, military, and it's fucking good. And um, if you are even a Mar- – it's not even really a Marvel show. It's basically about a soldier who deals with all this shit, man. It, it's very, very good. I was addicted. Um, I banged it out in a couple days. Uh, highly recommend it. Punisher, number two. My number two, again, piggybacking off of your list. I have seen most of the seasons – um, just haven't had time to watch the new one, but can't wait to watch the new one. That is Curb Your Enthusiasm. You'll you'll love it. I know it's, it's so good. Everything about that show is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you want me to spoil a big cameo? No, I don't. Okay, because I'm I am gonna watch that okay. one. So yeah, I won't do it. It's it's awesome though. All right, and Drum roll. the number one, bomb, the Deuce. Oh, okay. Another HBO show. Love it. Um, it has James Franco in it, Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's basically about the uh, transition from prostitution to porn. Sounds pretty provocative. It is provocative, but um, it shows kind of the behind the scenes and the drama. And honestly, I'll say this. It's a hot take, but I love anything HBO does, basically. Uh, I personally think HBO quality shows are just better than anything else. Like I just love HBO shows. Um, so maybe that had a factor why this is number one, but um, I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to season two. So, The Deuce. All right, my number one. Again, <laughs> have not watched this at all, <laughs> uh, but it seemed like everybody talked about it. It was it was one of the most uh, uh, well-reviewed show I saw of okay. the year. Uh, that's Big Little Lies. Okay, another HBO another show. Another HBO Limited show. Limited series. Yes, yeah. but it seemed like 
every time I would Google like top ten shows of 2017, that was on shows it. that was always like one or two. So definitely wanted to show us some love. Definitely, my mom watched it and she really enjoyed it. Um, I think it actually might be coming back for a second season. I so so. Um, that'll be interesting. All right, that was TV shows. We are going to go right into movies. Do you want me to? kick it yeah, off go here. ahead let's we'll keep this groove for okay so again um now movies i will say these ones i picked only from the what the we movies watched that i have seen same same so, so um you're not gonna see the award show type movies right. although we have talked about we want to yeah. go see them so maybe. we will we are gonna go see a lot of movies here soon i think uh so this list would change if yeah. you know we were to renew it or review it yeah. on January or some end of January, end of February. 2018 will be a different story, I right. think. But yeah, so these are just movies that I have seen along with Brandon. Same thing. Number 10 is kind of a hot take, and I have a reason behind it. Um, it just actually came out like late December. So uh, that is the Netflix original movie, Bright. Oh, boy. Yes. So Hollywood is going to tell, like, critics, Hollywood critics are saying that this is the worst movie of 2017. So why the hell am I putting it in my top 10? I truly think that this could be a smear campaign from Hollywood, and here's why. So think about it. Like, this Netflix is obviously trying to break the mold of you going to the theater and watching a movie. So let's just say, like, this was a big hit. And I think it was a, a pretty good movie. It wasn't the greatest movie I've seen. But it was very entertaining. The world building, um, the real life issues that they focus on, um, it was good. I liked it. And it definitely, the thing that got me is like, um, we can kind of correlate it to Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars got great critic reviews, but bad audience reviews. This mixed was a mixed audience. audience yeah, like in the 50s or 60s, whatever it was. But Bright, it got like 80% audience reviews, and it got like 30 critic reviews. So people actually like it. It's entertaining. Um, but I truly, I, I'm not saying that there is a smear campaign going, but I could definitely see it because it's trying to break the mold and kind of push movies going forward. Like um, Netflix is going to, Martin Scorsese's making The Irishman. I, I thought it was coming next year, but I guess it's 2019. So I'm a little bummed out about that. We have to wait uh, no, another year. But um, that's going to be another big, big Netflix movie. And uh, Bright, that's getting bad critic reviews, good audience reviews. I could see Hollywood snuffing it and trying to tell you to go to the movie theaters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, don't sleep on it. It's a pretty good movie. I put it in my top ten because I wanted to prove that it's actually a good movie. So um, definitely weird. Uh, if I told you what it's about, you're going to be like, oh, my God, it sounds stupid. But um, go ch go check it out. It's worth a watch. All right. My number 10, I actually just saw this movie recently, uh, Murder, Murder on the okay. Orient Express. Okay. Uh, it's a remake. It's also a book. Uh, it was very well done. Uh, I had not seen the previous movie, so well, do you know what like, year it came out? Like like decade like 60s. wise, 60s. Okay, yeah, so it was pretty old. Um, but a good twist ending. Uh, really interesting how everything ties together, um, and some really interesting characters. Yeah, there's a it's a a list cast pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it kind of like a mystery type yes, movie? Yes, he's got he's uh, he uh, is like an investigator, uh, and he solves a bunch of okay basically did they set it up for a sequel so. i thought i heard that yeah they did okay interesting all right I think there is a sequel book and movie oh really okay cool all right moving on to number nine 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Just a funny movie, an action-packed movie. The soundtrack was great, just like the first one. Um, It's kind of the alternative version of the Avengers. I just, I really enjoyed it and I think it deserves some recognition. So guardians of the galaxy. Okay. That is on my list. Okay. Not at number nine. Okay. Number nine. I went, uh, this movie, I don't know if it would be on your list or not. Uh, we saw it together. It might be a surprise. Might not be. I don't okay. know. Uh, but I thought just because of the gravity of how important it was, All right. uh, that it cracked. I'm interested. List, I'm interested. Justice league. Okay. So I went nine because, uh, I felt like it had to be a top 10 for me because it was so important because if that movie would have run, done really badly, mm-hmm. uh, would have been really hard for DC to move forward. Okay. Um, you know, there, it wasn't a perfect movie no. by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it did enough okay. to, to keep to the hold, uh, to hold franchise on. going. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, number eight for me, sticking with Marvel, I'm going Spider-Man Homecoming. I uh, thought it was a great spin on a classic character. It's been rebooted a bunch of times. Um, it was kind of a younger Spider-Man. We got the hot Aunt May. Uh, we got Childish Gambino in there with, spoiler alert, possibly a Miles Morales tie in the future. Um, I just, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this take on Spider-Man and the fact that he's finally in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and we're going to see Spidey in the next Avengers. I think, I just, I, I really enjoyed this one, and I'm glad it did as good as it did. So, number eight, Spider-Man: Homecoming. My number eight is also Spider-Man: really? Homecoming. Yes. There we go. Uh, I did not see it in theaters. Actually, just watched it pretty recently. Um, Spider-Man movies have never really done it for me, mm-hmm. um, but I thought this one was a little bit more unique, going with the high school yeah. angle. Um, you know, there's just so much. There's a lot more comedy in this one than. Yeah than in previous ones um so i, I and like the storyline i actually thought was really good michael keaton was really good definitely in it. good villain yeah so um and, and it just piggybacked i thought pretty well off of uh, the captain america yeah, Civil where, War one, yeah so. he kind of had a cameo yeah. there so i i did enjoy that one a lot so okay moving on to number s- seven number seven Got confused there for a minute. All right. Uh, this got a great, great reviews. Um, I think this is the last superhero movie on my... Eh, I, I take that back. Uh, it is Wonder Woman, and um, I really thought it was very well done. It's definitely by far in the DC Extended Universe. It's what's holding the franchise together uh gal gadot was amazing uh honestly i'll boldly say this i think she is kind of the female superhero that young girls look up up to um you could go as far as the faces of feminism you know um it's just it's a it's a really big deal because it got such good reviews um it didn't get nominated for a golden globe i was actually surprised maybe it'll get nominated for an oscar i think that'd be harder to crack than a golden globe but we'll see about that um i just thought definitely deserves some recognition so it's gonna go number seven for me my number seven is beauty and the beast okay okay ever uh, they brought it back as the live animated mm-hmm. or live action. I'm, excuse me. Uh, Emma Watson was tremendous in it. Um, just loved it. Big yeah. fan. I, I, I'm excited. For I all did see the, that movie. I kind of forgot. Yeah, I'm excited. Super excited for Lion King for all of the live action. Oh yeah, movies. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they're 
they're really doing cool things. You know, they're yeah, basically they doing a live action for every classic right. animated movie that they've done. So that's cool to see. Um, moving on to number six, I gotta go. Baby Driver. Uh, we saw this together at the beginning of the year. Uh, really loved the. It was kind of a. a, a action movie with that involved a car obviously baby driver and um really how they incorporated the music and the cinematography on it um i thought you know the cast was really good kevin spacey was in it um that didn't age well but jamie fox ansel elgort um J- john ham like they had they had a great great cast and uh, i just thought it was a really good movie i've even heard little rumors about possibly doing a sequel so look out for that yep. My number six uh, was on your list previously. I went Guardians of the Galaxy okay. Volume 2. Okay. All the reasons you said. Another great soundtrack. More comedy. They added more characters that I thought mm-hmm. were actually pretty impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did really enjoy Guardians, and I'm excited to see them in Infinity War. Okay. You're a Guardians guy, I do. it seems I, like. I do enjoy so See, it was where you lean more towards... Uh, like Deadpool? Deadpool. Yeah. I lean more towards the Guardians. Okay. I like that. That's cool. All right, uh, we are on number five now, and I have to go. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Might be a little low. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you have it on your list higher. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, I, I definitely think you have to see it twice. Because yep. the first time yep. we saw it, we both were disappointed a little bit. And then you see it again. The hype kind of wears away, and you focus on what's happening, the right. storyline, and you pick up on different things. Uh, so I thought it was very well done. Very interested to see how they move forward with the the uh, trilogy and wrap it up in one episode. We had a big breakdown on our last podcast and uh, Unfiltered Cinemax, so go check those out. But uh, yeah, Star Wars The Last Jedi, number five for me. Okay, my number five is last superhero movie on my list. Okay. I went Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, again, uh, Gal Gadot pretty much saves the whole DC franchise. Yeah. Wonder Woman basically saves the whole DC franchise. Uh, they finally got one right. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully. When they I'm, needed it. Honestly. I'm rooting for them. I right. hope they Me keep too. doing well. And, and they needed it. They got it. Uh, so Wonder Woman, I think, I don't know if it's really the fifth best movie I watched, but again, I go back to similar to like what I said with Justice League where – if it didn't work, they were in so much trouble that it was out of desperation. Oh yeah, and so I think it gets, it climbs up a couple because more spots. it means so much more. Right. I get that. All right, number four, I had to go. Get out. A okay. uh, very racially charged movie. When we got out of the movie, we we're like, damn, that was kind of awkward. Yeah. But uh, I've seen it again since then, and it's a. V- excellent movie uh very well done uh very woke it was a very woke movie uh very important for society i think uh it's a it's basically a big metaphor and uh if you pick up on it you'll appreciate it so uh go check out get out all right my number four is baby driver okay baby uh, driver that makes both of our list everything you said the more than just the acting and the plot line, which I thought was all extremely well done, mm-hmm. it was the cinematography of Definitely. it all. Just how artistic it yeah. was, how the sound matched, you know, matched. the yes, action. Yes, I was about to say. So uh, everything, I thought, from how that was done, I think that's going to fare fairly well at, at award shows. Okay, cool. Um, we are on to number three now. Yes. I had to go Christopher Nolan's war drama, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Um Outstanding movie. Uh, Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors. He's awesome. Uh, this was a true story. Uh, it was it was World War 
two, right? Yeah, World War Two epic. Um, just great acting, great storylines, and um, multiple perspectives. They mesh together. I thought it was perfectly done. Um, just, just an overall great movie, and I'm sure it'll do. Some, it'll get some love at award shows. It's it's been nominated for a, glo- a Golden Globe. So uh, Dunkirk, number three for Trey the Dawn. My number three is. Dunkirk. Really? Yes. Hey. I, We're on the same wavelength. Christopher Nolan, unbelievable. I think right now, probably the best director Ooh. Uh, in the game <laughs> currently. Okay. Uh, everything. The, it seems like everything he's done the last five, six years has been just oh, amazing. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's must-watch movies. Um, that movie was incredible. Another one where sound was really important. Oh, yeah. Um, the storyline, just the acting. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't a ton of action. For it being an action like war movie, yeah, you're right. Um, but the dialogue, everything, it was beautifully written. I thought, big time. Um, minus the annoying people in the theater when <laughs> we saw it. Yeah, we uh, almost mo- missed that crucial no, part. So fuckers. Um, yeah, number three, Dunkirk. All right, number two. I don't know if you've seen this movie, but I'm gonna say a hot take right now. Okay. It's Logan, okay, the last yeah, Wolverine I've, I've movie. Watch it. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is Dark Knight level good. Okay. It is I, it, fucking good. When it came out, everybody was talking about how this might be one of the best superhero movies. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I just haven't. One, I'm not a big X-Men guy in sure. general. Um, so I feel like I need to see some of them to like yeah. understand Wolverine a little bit more. See, I'm a casual X-Men fan. Like yeah. I've watched them. Um, but this one, outstanding. It's rated R. Um, it's, you know, it's pushing the super hero movie genre forward much like deadpool did uh this wasn't a comedy at all big big time drama dark gory um honestly kind of sad uh it's very very good i highly recommend it and uh i i i truly stick by it when i say dark knight level good i'd recommend it i actually just watched it last night and very very good it did it for me number two logan my number two the Last Jedi. Okay. Yep. Went number two. Originally, if I would have, if I would have gone off one viewing, probably ten. Really? Maybe nine. Really? Um. So the second viewing, it just shot so it right it jumped. up. Uh, once I digested everything yep. and, and kind of you know, got past my my beefs with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, wasn't perfect. Um. But it took a lot of chances, as we've talked about in depth. Yeah. Um. In the previous podcast. Took a lot of chances, and when it hit, it really hit. Definitely. Obviously, when it didn't hit, it really didn't hit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so Star Wars The Last Jedi, number, number two. two. All right. My number one. I just saw this one as well. Loved it. Highly recommend it. All the money in the world. We were going to go see it together. I'm sorry. My family nah, wanted me to go. So, uh, yeah, I went with my fam and watched it. Uh just an outstanding movie. Basically, it's about J. Paul Getty and how uh, his grandson gets kidnapped and the Italians hold him hostage for $17 million and uh, he won't pay. And it's a true story, crime drama, right up my alley. Um, just great acting, great dialogue, beautifully written. Ridley Scott, you said uh, Christopher Nolan's one of the best directors in the game right now. Ridley Scott's right um, up there. Ridley Scott is right up there with him. Uh, one, he's done. It's 1A, 1B, I think. Well, I'm going to have to throw some in my in the ring for my boy Martin Scarsese. Well, yeah, but he comes and he goes, right. but yeah, but either way, those, those three are the yeah. best 
directors in the game, yeah. in my mind. Uh, Ridley Scott also did Blade Runner 2049, which might have made it's my list if I'd love. seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but uh, all the money in the world, very good. Mark Wahlberg is outstanding. Christopher Plummer, who replaced Kevin Spacey as J. Paul Getty, shot his scenes in nine days. Crazy. Nine fucking days. And he is nominated for a Golden Globe for a supporting role. Uh, just just really good, and it's it's if, if you're into like true story crime dramas, you have to see it. It's very good. Uh, it makes my number one movie. All right, my number one. A uh, lot went into it. Uh, it's an uncomfortable movie to watch. Oh, we together. Okay. I went Get Out for number one. Interesting. I think what it means socially, the impact um, is a big reason for it, mm-hmm. but also just how they did it. Um, you know, it's you can make a lot of movies where race is the common thread, and it mm-hmm. seems like for a lot of those movies, it's slavery or you know Selma or it's a historic moment, yeah. and they went more of like a fiction, but makes you feel like it could be a real story. Yeah, it's modern type, theme, type, yeah. type story. So, uh, just unbelievable. Uh, Peel's first, I think, directing role yeah. movie. Uh, and it's crazy because he's normally a comedic, comedic guy, yeah. and he went and there was, total drama. Uh, the supporting actor in that was hilarious. Yeah, you're uh, right. You're right. So I mean, he he added some some co- comedy where we yeah. needed it, um, but a very serious story, a very just uh, crazy story. Yeah. Uh, so I think just for the storyline and the how it's written, I think that's why I, I give it the edge and give it my number one movie. I like it. I like it. So we got all the money in the world and. Get out for our number one movies. All right, moving forward, we uh, we decided to go some kind of breakout art, uh, breakout actors, best actors. Uh, do you have all three for breakout? This one was kind of hard. I, yeah, this one's hard. Okay. I do have three. I do have three too. Um, yeah, so my number three was Ansel Elgort in Baby Driver. Uh, he's been in some things, so you could argue he's not a breakout. I think he was in uh, Fault in Our Stars and uh, the. Uh, Divergent series, I yep, believe. Yep. Uh, but this Those was were minor roles. Yeah, this too. was his big coming out right. party, I think, and uh, he killed it in Baby Driver. I foresee him getting a lot more roles. The dude also can sing yeah. like a like On a Logic's G. Album. Yeah, he's very good. Um, so multiple talented, and uh, I, I think you're going to see more of him in the future. If we would have gotten five, I think he'd probably been my fourth. Okay. My number three, I actually went with Tom Holland from okay. Spider-Man. Okay. I think uh, with Civil War, how good he was in that, and then to get his own standalone and deliver the way he did, mm-hmm. uh, obviously going to have a bigger role. I'm sure there'll be a couple more Spider-Man movies. So mm-hmm. I think, I mean, he's young. I think he's only twenty something. So yeah, uh, early twenty. If too, that, so. he might. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think he had a very big year, and I think. More so than maybe breaking out this year, I think he's on the in cusp the future. of really breaking yeah, out. Yeah, and you can take this cat this category how you will, right. like the future or this past year. Um, yeah, so all right, number two for me, I went with your number one movie, uh, Daniel Kalua. I he, also went with him as number two. Did you? Yes. Okay, yeah, main character of Get Out. Um, he's c- gonna be in the Black Panther. So how I like to look at it, this is. Uh, the year that he had and the future, what's coming. Right. And bl- he's going to be in Black Panther. He's not the main character, but he's in it. I'm sure he'll be good. Uh, he did an outstanding job in Get Out. Um, so I for- And Black Panther, I'm very excited for. So if he does well in that, which I'm sure he will, um, I think he's going to kind of be a breakout star. So, uh, yeah, Daniel Kalua. Both of our number twos. There we go. And uh, my number one. You've already mentioned him, Tom Holland, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, he 
just killed it. I mean, he's a young kid. He has a lot of potential, and um, he's. I've heard he's in talks to do an Uncharted movie. That's a PlayStation video game. Drake. Yeah, uh, and he's been in talks to be the main character for that. So he has the potential for the future there. But uh, he killed it. He uh, is in Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and as like a 19, 20 year old kid, I don't I don't know what he exactly is, but that's a that's a big deal, and uh, it'll be cool to see where he goes from here on out so tom uh, holland my number one um and they've this person has been around yeah so it's not like we didn't know who they are okay um but what they did in 2017 was so impressive that it was by far their big breakout moment okay. uh gal gadot Ooh. i I, okay. I mean, just I kind of I kind of had a feeling that was going to be it, it. Just everything she did, uh, I, she's been in a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like no one knew who she was for sure. But the way to go from someone that's in a bunch of supporting roles throughout to be uh, the face of a whole superhero genre. Oh yeah. I mean, everything she did, it was incredible because she had Wonder Woman and she had Justice League. Yep. Uh, both this year. She's been in fa uh, Fast, been and in Furious. Fast and Furious, a couple movies. I'm sure she'll get some big things. Yeah. And she had that movie with, uh, it was kind of a funny movie with uh, John Hamm. Yep, and yep. I didn't Night see it. Or something like that. Was it? it I think it was like uh, Keeping, Keeping Up with, with Joneses. Joneses. I didn't see yeah. it, but it looked yeah. decent. Yeah, so I mean, she's in other stuff, but yeah. the way she broke out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's not breakout, I guess it would be breakthrough. Definitely. Uh, she just absolutely killed it this year. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Uh, so let's move right into best yes. actors, actresses. So um, my number three um, was Daisy Ridley because – and, like, she just – she killed it. She is the face of the new era of Star Wars. And uh, it's really cool that she's a female. A lot of people – you know, I've seen some stupid things about how that's why uh, – the Last Jedi is getting kind of mixed reviews is because people don't like to see a woman be the head of such a franchise, and I think that's so stupid. She killed it. Um, she's smoking hot in my mind. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, she's in that too. Uh, she just had a good year, and uh, I think she she is Ray basically yeah. the same way Carrie Fisher was Princess Leia. Right. In the future, when you see her, she'll be Ray, right. and I think she. Did outstanding. So. so when I initially did this, my number three was actually going to be basically the new Star Wars cast okay. of John Boyega, uh, Daisy Ridley, and then Oscar Isaacs. Yeah. Because to me, when you think of outside of Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, they had careers after Star Wars, but nothing ever closed. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Harrison Ford obviously became a superstar. Yeah. But those three are now getting second and third movies. Uh, you, we talked Murder on the Orient Express. Joan Boyega was in uh, Detroit. Detroit, which I would have liked I to see. I think he was in a couple. He's in. He's either in or com they're coming out soon where he's in them. Mm -hmm. uh, the Circle. I don't know if you saw that one. Yes, that was a yes, good movie. Yes. Uh, Oscar Isaacs is in that new movie coming out with Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean. I think just the way those three aren't just going to be tied specifically You're right. to Star Wars. Yeah, I think you could make a really good argument for them. So that they were kind of like my five, four, three. Sure. Um, and then I also have uh, I kind of doubled up on a couple spots. You're here. fine. I also went with The Rock. Uh, okay. Just because once again felt like he was in every other movie mm -hmm. uh, and everything. Just came he out does, with Jumanji. Right. Everything he does is just super oh, successful. Yeah. So. Definitely. 
Uh, all right, so number two, I had to go Hugh Jackman, uh, basically for his role in Logan. Also he might have been in some other things. Showman. Oh yeah, 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 that too. Um, yeah, he was epic in this movie, man. I'm telling you, go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, one of the better superhero movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, Hugh Jackman was great. I I go back and I, I saw this uh, video when the promotion of Logan was coming out of him kind of uh, doing a screening and it was behind the scenes and he was yeah, like getting all running. pumped up and running. Yeah. That shit got, it was like, damn. That was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So um, Hugh Jackman, number two. My number two, I can split it. Uh, one is Gary Oldman. Okay. He's getting a ton of love right now for his role as Winston Churchill. Yep. Uh, I really want to see that movie. Um, so I gave him some love. Uh, if you don't know who Gary Oldman is, he was Detective Gordon in uh, The Dark Knight. And, oh, okay. And Dark Knight Rises. Um, and then I also went with Daniel Day-Lewis. His last movie's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know Daniel Day-Lewis, and it's not given nowadays, uh, arguably the greatest actor of all time. Wow. I think he has the most... It's uh, a hot take. He has the most okay. Oscars for best actor. Hmm. Um, if you haven't seen My Left Foot, it's based off a guy who can only use his left foot. Daniel Day-Lewis actually took the time to train himself to only be able to use his left foot for that role. It's like a method actor. Yeah. Um, his portrayal of Lincoln was mm-hmm. just incredible. There will be blood again. He was incredible. So more so than the next movie coming out because it looks kind of weird. Um it's just his whole career as he sure. is retiring. Uh, one of the most talented, um, underappreciated actors, I think. So I wanted to give him some love and then Gary Oldman. Okay. Well. Okay. That's cool. Uh, number one, I number went one. Gal Gadot. So uh, for my number one. Did you? Yep. Okay. Yeah. She just, I, I think the importance of her role um, from a social aspect, I, I said it um, when I talked about uh, Wonder Woman in my top movies, just she is the face of basically a franchise and just how young girls look up to her. I think think it's a big deal. And uh, Gal Gadot, I think she has the potential to play a lot of characters in the future and she's gorgeous and um, she's just amazing. Yeah, she's amazing in uh, Wonder Woman. So, Yeah, ditto. Um, Again, I I just go back to how important the two movies she was in this year were for DC and how she delivered uh, and single-handedly, more than Ben Affleck even. Did, oh, hell you know? yes. So, uh, that's incredible. She ben was the Affleck's, glue of right. Justice League. Uh, ben Affleck's one of, if not the, not, I'll say it, let me rephrase. He's one of the most well-known actors, mm-hmm. um, even directors kind of. Most now. polarizing, honestly. Yeah, one a of lot them, of people hate yeah, him, but yeah. yeah. But, but he is who he is, uh, and she completely outshined him. And, 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 and he's Batman. How do you... Like, and he's thinking about you know getting out of his right. role so like so think of that think of having a character in a justice league movie outshine batman yeah and superman it's crazy <laughs> she did she really uh, did so, uh just a ton of respect and love for gal gadot and I, that's why she's my number one this year awesome awesome all right now we're gonna move into some music uh we're gonna start off with some songs this one so like tv shows it was hard to get 10 because we didn't quite watch 10 sit down and fully watch 10 shows song wise it's hard to shrink it to 10 we had so many and um it's very hard to narrow it down to 10 but we're gonna try i'll start off my number 10 i'm not racist by joiner lucas um before this year i didn't even know who joiner lucas was Uh, he makes a lot of very woke 
and meaningful songs. I'd like to get a full project from him, and I think he came out with an album. I'd like to go back and listen to it. But this song blew up. It, it went viral. The video is very – it pisses you off, and it brings it back around. You're like, wow, that's a that's very important. It's good. Um, you, you may not agree with what he's saying, but um, – you need to understand that it's an important topic and it opens up the conversation. So uh, I'm not racist is my number 10. Hard to follow that one. Jeez. Sorry. Uh, well, my number 10 <laughs> is uh, Sam Smith, Too Good at Goodbyes. I <laughs> uh, actually really enjoyed this No, song. that's a good song. Yeah. Uh, so you'll find out a lot about me and Trey here in music. Trey sticks more to hip-hop and R&B. Yep, you uh, are correct. I, listen to a little, I don't listen to as much in-depth, but I listen to... A wider range, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I like a little more pop, a little more country. For sure. Um, so, yeah, Sam Smith. Uh, and that's really good. We that's good that we have different perspectives on this podcast. Right. And so. I, I also take charts into consideration when sure. I do these, whereas you are more uh, my favorite expertise. Yeah. Uh, in in a specific. Uh, so I'm the Grammy committee right. of the podcast. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my number ten, Sam Smith, too good at goodbyes. Okay, uh, number nine. I went. Uh, this is a breakout star in my mind. Uh, that is Khalid with "Young, Dumb, and Broke." Uh, you you could argue that location should have deserved to be in my in the top ten over "Young, Dumb, and Broke," but uh, I loved this song. I, it was my favorite off of this album, and um, I, I, it was very good. Now it's getting the love, kind of that location is, uh, but great song and i highly recommend it if you haven't listened to it yeah so my number nine i actually went location did and, you and young dumb and Broke. okay i kind of split them that's funny that's uh, cool Khalid, i think is one of those he's gonna just be an absolute yeah. superstar the dude's 19 19 gonna be a superstar it's insane um i think he's up for breakout artist of the yep. year at the, the grammys. grammys yep uh album actually was very good i actually gave that a listen to uh a couple weeks ago so yeah, Khalid, I put both of his two kind of breakout songs in Okay. There. My number nine. Perfect, perfect. Uh, number eight, I went Love Galore by SZA and Travis Scott. This was a great album. If you haven't listened to it, she's the first lady of TDE. She's another breakout star. Uh, she's excellent, and she's very, very good looking. Uh, Love Galore was kind of a summery, vibing song, kind of a fun song to sing along to. Um you know, it's not hard to listen to. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fun. Uh, Love Galore by SZA. Number eight. My number eight. This is my last split, I promise. Oh, no. Hey, I don't care. It's all good. <laughs> I split a lot of songs. I went Passion Fruit by Drake. Okay. And then I went Walk on Water by Ooh. Eminem and Beyonce. Nice. I like it. Okay. Um, we got number seven. This might be a, kind of a surprise, but I love this song. It It's kind of the epitome of summer in my mind. Okay. Uh, with the fucking cold being right now, I wish it was summer. So uh, this song brings back some good memories from this year. Slide by Calvin Harris featuring Frank Ocean and Migos. Um, loved it. I that I didn't listen to that full album, but it has some, some good songs on it, the yeah. ones I have heard. And this was the best one in my mind. Uh, I think this is a big snub at the Grammys. I think it definitely deserved to be at least nominated um but yeah, yeah it definitely deserves some recognition so yeah. and again if we would have done like a top 25 or a which top we definitely 15, could have i have right, like right a yeah. bunch of honorable mentions that would have probably cracked my list sure. there uh that was another you know i wrote out a bunch and had to cut some that was one Same. of my cuts so my number seven i went with kendrick lamar i went dna okay just an absolute Love that hype song. Song. banger oh. 
Yeah, I think it's on, is it the NBA commercials? Yes, and I think it's on uh, Madden. Is it? Yeah, Madden. It's Madden. Every time gets yeah. me going. Hell yeah. Excited to see K-Dot do the college football yeah. playoff halftime yes. show. First so. one ever. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for that. All right, we are on to number six. This one um, did numbers this year. Um, it, it hit number one a bunch of times. I don't think it still is, but I don't fucking know. Uh, that is Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. Just came out that T-Pain was originally supposed to be featured on it, and it was, I guess it was going to be 21, not 21 Savage, excuse me, Joey Badass and pain which would have been very very different it yeah that would have changed the whole vibe of exactly it. exactly and uh, i guess t- um joey badass was admitted he was a ghostwriter for it and he's gonna do more ghostwriting in 2018 so that's kind of cool uh i think joey badass is highly underrated and um we'll talk about his album i'm assuming coming up here in a little bit um but yeah post malone rockstar i'm excited for that album um that is number six for me so I would have, again, if my list would have been expanded, that would have been on there, and so would have Congratulations okay. by Post Malone. Cause I and that, that, that came out last year, but it definitely dipped. Did it? it yeah. Uh, I thought it it was dipped into this okay. year, and it yeah. was good enough. That's true. I guess it's I, a, that, good that, I didn't put it on the list. <laughs> uh, my number I six, caught your ass out. <laughs> yeah, my number six, I absolutely hate this fucking song, uh, but I had to give it respect. because It's either it's, Bad and Bougie or Cardi B. It's everywhere. Neither, actually. <laughs> wow, okay. I, it's Despacito. Okay. I hate that song yeah. it drives me insane but i have to give it like the recognition because every time you get, get in the car yes. you hear it on the it damn radio the charts everywhere so i had to show it some love i guess okay i get that uh number five this song probably flew under the radar but um because he didn't put out an album this year it was just kind of he put out a few lucy singles this one was by far my favorite of the lucy singles and the fact that it's this high on the chart, I cannot wait for a new album or new piece of work. That is Frank Ocean and Chanel. Fucking love the song. Um, it's kind of a play on words for his bisexuality, and uh, it's just a really good vibe and song. Um, no hate here. So uh, Chanel, number five, Frank Ocean. Love it. All right. My number five, I went with Bruno Mars. That's what I like. All right. I like it. Uh, just one of those songs. Every time it's on, you know, you get a little dance, get a little Hell rhythm yeah. going. You, Hell yeah! You, you blast it out. So yeah, uh, and I'm that's not getting a, love at the Grammys. Right, and I'm not a huge Bruno fan, uh, but he had quite a year, uh, big time. And that song, I think, was probably the most well recognizable one. Sure, so sure. I would that for number. Five. You didn't want Versace on the. <laughs> no. Not a big fan of that one. Okay. Uh, we are on to number four, and you said uh, this was one of your splits. I put it up there. Um, that is Walk on Water by Eminem. Uh, I think this song, very polarizing. It didn't have the drums. It didn't have the banging beat. Uh, it was straight piano, but I think it was an important message. Uh, it's kind of like... song. Yeah, first album. first single. Uh, he, Beyonce. He did a song with Beyonce. Who would have thought we would have got that? Um, but incredible, incredible message. Uh, just Eminem still has it, and I love this song. I'm willing to put it at number four. All right, my number four, I went with Shape of You. Okay. Again, another... I tried to give the charts some love sure. here in no, my, my middle rankings here. 
Uh, Ed Sheeran had, had a, just an unbelievable year. Mm -hmm. That song, again, you couldn't turn the radio on and it wasn't on. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't look at the charts and it wasn't up there. So Shape of You, number four. Number four. All right. Number three for me, My Boy. This was a very important song. Uh, it is the National Suicide Hotline song, 1-800-273-2. Or excuse me, eight two five five five. Yeah, that's why that's why it's tough to say a fucking phone number for a song. But uh, yeah, it's a very important message. Um, this definitely broke logic into the mainstream, and it's a cool thing to see, especially for me because I've said this before on the podcast. I personally felt like I kind of discovered him and put him on to a lot of my friends. Like I found Undeniable the mixtape back in uh, I think senior year of high school. Just scrolling through Hot New Hip Hop, found it really loved it went back and listened to a couple more of his mixtapes and followed his career through and now to see him getting a number one album getting this this song being on the radio every time i hop in the car seeing him nominated for song of the performing year at the grammy on like performing on the vmas like it, it's incredible to see how far he's grown and uh this national suicide hotline song is the epitome of that and uh it's really cool to see it's my number three yeah my number three this is my last one where i went based off charts yep. uh i went bodak yellow bodak <laughs> that means i make money moves <laughs> I, I don't hate the song yeah uh i don't love it but <laughs> it's on it's catchy it uh, is catchy you know, cardi b cardi b ain't going anywhere i yeah, know she's broke through uh everybody knows who she is now um and has seen her naked <laughs> um, but yeah, she so, used to be a stripper. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so my number three. You're number three. All right. Number two, getting into the nitty gritty. I had to go Jay-Z with 444. You could have picked uh, multiple songs on this album. Yeah. 444 was really, I think it was the core theme, the, the kind of... The, the song that had the most importance on the album, um, he is apologizing to Beyonce for his infidelity and kind of, it's over a soul beat, no ID, one of the Thank greatest producers hair. to do it. What's that? Thank you with the short hair. Exactly. Um, yeah, and really, I, I want to, I guess I'll wait, I'll wait to kind of break down my thoughts on the album in, in the album section, but uh, this was definitely the most important song on the album in my mind. So that's why it has number two. Yeah. So I had a lot of Jay-Z songs that just missed my top 10. Okay. Uh, to me, it was the, the, the whole album as a self, as a whole, as a whole was unbelievable. Oh yeah. But the there individual wasn't, I parts, agree. I could, I could, you know I, I could mean? see that the individual parts were great, but they weren't top 10 for, for me. Okay. That's uh, fair. So my number two uh, was your number three. I went Suicide Hotline. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you don't want to say the number? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, just the message it brought. Um, you know, it's everything. You know, logic's always peace, love, and positivity. Yep. This was that and more. Uh, it was the epitome of logic. Uh, it's the song that I think, like you said, everybody now knows who logic is because of this song. Definitely. Uh, and what a song for that to be what people recognize you for. For sure. Um, and I just go back to that VMA's performance, man. Powerful. It, powerful speech at the end mm -hmm. and everything. It was just unbelievable. Uh, so have you I, seen him in concert? I have not no. seen him in concert. That, that's Highly recommend it. Yeah, He's good. Yeah, that's something I do want to do. So, uh, yeah, so that's my number two song of the year. Okay. My number one, uh, it was hard to pick 
one song because there were a bunch of amazing songs on this album, but I had to go the most popular of the songs, and that's Humble by Kendrick Lamar off of the album Damn. Uh, the video to go with it, just very, uh, lots of symbolism in it, and the song itself was a banger. Kendrick Lamar found the found the formula to become the biggest artist, the most popular hip hop artist in the of the year, as well as the best hip hop artist. And uh, it was really cool to see how he meshed that with this album, and uh, he did it flawlessly in my mind. So uh, "Humble" is my number one song. My number one song of 2017. Here we go. Humble by Kendrick Lamar. There we Lamar. go. We're on the same yeah, page. Just, just uh, incredible album. You know what I said about Jay Z, where the whole the collection as a whole. Same for Kendrick, but he had four or five songs that really stuck out. He found he found the formula to produce hits, hits on top of, of the a, great a album. masterpiece. Really. Yes. So yeah. So Humble by Kendrick. Uh, it's the year of Kendrick. Definitely. Uh, so. He is my number one. Okay. Song. Okay. Uh, moving on to albums. This is kind of my my thing. Um, I if you haven't seen my top ten hip hop, top five R and B, go check it out on the blog. Uh, I love doing that every year. Um, I like to categorize that and then mesh them here. Um, so that's that's what I do. Uh, for number ten, I wanted to show kind of a chart topping um, album, some love and kind of it was it was very good uh and that is divide by ed sheeran he had shape of you my personal favorite castle on the hill really enjoyed that song and then uh he's coming out with uh that song perfect now he has a beyonce duet uh very very good album and uh go check it out if you haven't ed sheeran number 10 yeah that would have probably been my 11 i almost split that as my number 10 okay uh my number 10 i went everybody by logic nice nice uh i honestly kind of expected a little bit more same um, but it wasn't, but it's not, that's not a knock on logic yeah. it's because I do have higher expectations for him, uh, just from his last, you know, few, sure. few uh, do you think, do you think it was his best album? Uh, to me, I prefer his mixtapes to his albums. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're a, uh, welcome to forever welcome guy, to aren't forever you? Yeah. Is probably my favorite piece of work. By okay. Logic. Um, but again, I, I I thought this album was better than the last one. Um, Incredible true story. Yeah, I, okay. I wasn't a huge fan of that album, so this one was a little bit better. This one had the cohesency uh, mm. that me and you both really uh, you know like and appreciate. Uh, I wasn't I thought I thought the J Cole verse honestly took the album down for me a little really? bit. Really, just because it it didn't fit in like the quality of it wasn't okay. great. You know what I mean? So I really did like the Neil deGrasse Tyson as the kind of God. voice of God. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it was my number ten album. Of the okay, year. cool. All right, number nine. number nine, Scum Fuck Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. So um, I said this on my blog, but every every Tyler the Creator album, it's always been like the standout song for me. The album as a whole, you know, hasn't really brought me in and made me appreciate his a body of work from Tyler the Creator. Um, this the Flower Boy album definitely was a change from that uh this album as a whole was very very good like you wouldn't think like when you think tyler Crater, you're probably thinking like yonkers like yeah. he has the weirdo rape lines yeah. he has the the drug infused lines just crazy shit. just crazy shit this is not that um he is very vulnerable on this uh really with the vibrant colors on the album 
um, artwork and the the kind of vibrant sounds that you hear on the album it's it's kind of a contrast because it's a very dark album he talks about how he's lonely he might have even came out of the closet it's kind of left for you to interpret on a song but um it it's it's a very good album and um again tyler crater isn't my favorite but the cohesion the storytelling the vulnerability the growth that i've seen from tyler crater it deserves recognition so it's going to be my number nine okay my number nine this is I don't know if this is really a top ten album, but it's he's my favorite musician of all time. Wow! Um, so oh, okay. I had to put him in the top ten. All right, um, all right, got you. Again, I don't know if it's a top ten album. It's might not. I know he only has what eight albums. Might mm-hmm. not even be his top eight ten albums. Yeah. Uh, I I love him. It's growing on me a lot more the more I listen to it. Uh, that's revival. Yeah. If if you would have given me another month or two of listening to this, I think it would have climbed up a little bit okay. more. Um, but with where I'm at now, I, I, I'm comfortable putting it at number nine. Okay, I wanted I wanted to put it in my list so bad, but I, I told myself like I, I have to stay unbiased. Yeah, see, you know what I, I mean. I fully admit to my biases. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll admit it. I love yeah. him. Uh, I'm gonna love everything he does. So. Same, same. I mean, it de- you hit it right on the head. It grows on you a lot. Right. I, it's definitely not his best piece of work. I right. was expecting a lot more, especially after hearing Walk on Water. Um, but it grows on you. Right. It grows on you. So I get that. All right, now number eight, uh, Everybody by Logic. You already had it at number ten. Um, one thing I want to I want to piggyback on one thing that you mentioned about this album and uh, kind of go into further detail about it. So. Um, the, the storytelling at first when I first listened to it, it's kind of like Star Wars a little bit I I kind it kind of threw me off like because yeah. it kind of goes against like it like if you're I'm not the biggest religious guy but I have a belief you know and it kind of goes against my beliefs like the theology of this album right. and it kind of threw me off a little bit like I'm like like it, it almost seems like you want to ask logic like is this what you truly believe in and if he says no then why are you making it in your album but then i i listen i listen over and over again and um i go back to the first song where it says open your mind open your mind and that's really what it is you have to open your mind and even if you don't agree with what the theology and what he's saying on the album you still have to open your mind and appreciate the storytelling because the attempt itself was excellent like so basically long in a long story short basically it's about a person he dies he goes to a waiting room he meets god and basically god tells him that he has to live through every um gender sexual orientation race in order to become a godlike character like the god he's talking to and so you as you're listening to the album, you realize that every song is from a different perspective at, from the life that we are introduced to. And it just kind of, I would say the execution was a little sloppy. The attempt and the storytelling and the creativeness was amazing. Yeah. So, and, and then you have the success from the 1-800 song. Like you got to show some recognition for right. it. So it's my number eight. Sorry for the long explanation. You're fine. My number eight it's an album you've probably never heard of. It's a country uh, album. Okay. Uh, Thomas Rhett, Life Changes. He's uh, kind of the biggest country guy th- right now, right? Right now, yeah. He's, okay. He kind of broke out last year, okay. and he's kind of running it now. I've heard of uh, him. Yeah, so he's he's un- he's got an incredible amount of talent. 
Um, album was very, very good. A lot of catchy songs on there. So I had to give my boy Thomas Rhett some love at number eight. Okay, cool. Uh, number seven for me. This was a very important album. Um, I think it's that by far the most underrated album of 2017 in my mind at least that is all american badass by joey badass very politically charged um it's definitely an album that we need right now and a lot of people are kind of overlooking it it's kind of a damn shame but uh highly recommend it um it's just it's very woke there are a lot of songs to vibe there's there's a lot of different vibes on the album like there's some smooth songs there is some bangers, but there's a core theme, right. and it's it's really good. So Joey Badass, number seven. My number seven is Thrill of It All by Sam Smith. Okay. I was really torn between putting that one on there or putting Divide on there. Okay. I sided with Sam Smith a little bit. Um, just his vocals. His are vocals are beautiful. Incredible. When he hits that high note. Yeah. Uh, just Too Good at Goodbyes is great. Oh, it's it's great. a great song. And then you get this song that's on all the Apple commercials right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's some, some, some pop hit singles, mm-hmm. uh, but just a, a very good album. Uh, Sam Smith, just the vocals get me. Okay, number six, I had to go American Teen by Khalid. Uh, Let me just stop you. That's also my number six that's your as six. well. All right, so we can talk about it together. So bas- basically, we've talked about it on the songs. Like I, He is a breakout star. Absolutely. The kid is 19. It just blows my mind that you can put out a debut of this quality and be 19 and have the whole future ahead of you. Right. I just think he's going to be a star. I predict he's going to be on the level of like the weekend yeah. in the coming years. Yeah. Uh, the dude is very talented. He put out a it great reminds, great album. Mind, reminds me a little bit of Chris Brown did something similar at a similar age. You know, okay. Where he broke out. Hopefully he doesn't end right, up where right. <laughs> Chris but Brown you know, is. But you know what I mean? Where he hit the national stage at, I think Chris Brown was like 16 or something. Pro- probably. So just to come out that young and be a superstar already. oh yeah i mean that's incredible uh it deserves a lot of respect um some great songs on there uh so yeah he that's that's why i went with it at my number six okay number five for me forever is a mighty long time by big crit um this this is a very interesting album because big crit he was signed to i think def jam i you, don't quote me on that he was signed to a major label he uh, backed out of that deal, and this was his independent debut, I guess. It was an independent album. Um, it was a double-disc album. Normally, when it, there's a double-disc, it kind of feels more like a playlist. Like you kind, it, It's kind of me- it, it's meant to be played on shuffle. Like It's just a bunch of songs. This was a 22-song album, double-disc, and uh, really there wasn't an, a song out of place. Like The first half was kind of the bravado side, the, the southern playa, the bangers. The second side was Justin Scott, his government name, and kind of the more introspective side. So... Um, um, very, very good. If you haven't checked it out, it, it, it takes some stamina to listen to it. There's a lot of songs. Highly recommend it. Um, it stays true to his southern roots. He tells his story in his way, and it's just outstanding. So Forever, It's a Mighty Long Time by Big Crit is my number five. My number five is another very long piece of work. Okay. Uh, it is a playlist. It's More Life by Drake. Okay. Uh, Honestly, it would have probably been higher up if it wasn't so many songs. Yeah. Just because there's so much. Sometimes to it dilutes the quality. Right. And it's just so much. much to digest at one time that, uh, you know, there's a couple songs on there where if I heard them, I'm like, damn, have I even listened to this? You know? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but it was very, very good. Uh-huh. Uh, it was Drake doing something different. Um, you know, Drake's at that point where he's done pretty much everything. So he's just trying to 
give you unique things now. The soundtrack for your life. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was very, very good. I enjoyed it. A lot of great songs, a lot of bangers, a lot mm-hmm. of just chilling songs. So I thought you saw a wide variety of Drake within More Life. Okay. Uh, and that's why I put it at number five. Okay, cool. Number four for me. This one... Um, I had never heard of this artist before this year, and uh, it might be his debut. I'm not 100% sure. But this album, uh, I was listening to it on the way back from a Notre Dame football game, and it's one of those albums, it's definitely like a put-you-in-your-feels, kind of a lovey-dovey album, but it hits you and it sticks with you. The vocals are amazing. That is Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Um, There's a song on there called Best Part, I want to play it at my wedding. Like it is fucking amazing. Like it, it's just it, it's he's the type of artist that his vocals like they just like take you over as you're listening to it. I know that sounds super cheesy, but I'm telling you this album is amazing. It sticks with you. Um, surprisingly cohesive. It just it's very powerful and deep, and uh, the vocals are outstanding. Highly recommend if you're kind of feeling that vibe to go check it out. My number four was on your list previously. It's All American Badass. Okay. I just listened to it uh, not too long ago. Actually. Did I put you on? You did. Hey. Uh, it, it was just incredible. Yeah. The, the messaging and it. My favorite part, honestly, might be the la- on the last song, the kind of spoken word skit. Yeah. That shit was so deep, dude. It was. Oh man, was. loved it. Yeah, it just I've never really listened to him before. Yeah. Um. So I knew nothing about him. Went in, listened, and I was blown away. Mm-hmm. Uh, gained a fan. Uh, you know, I'm more of a. I don't. We're both not trap guys. Uh, I like a message with my music. And yeah. There's definitely clear messages there, uh, and it was very well done. So. Would you agree it's like an album for the time? Yeah, no, absolutely. I I do agree. So that is my number four, All-American Badass by Joey Badass. Joey Badass. I feel like our top three is going to be the same. Okay. All right. Um, My number three is Control by SZA. So is mine. Okay, so I I just want to say it because I thought that you said you you weren't like – you weren't as blown away as I was. No, that was for the that was for the Freudian. Freudian. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. No, SZA, the, so the first time I listened to it, it, it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I would have originally thought. Second time I listened to it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah, because it honestly is cohesive and it tells a story when you right. think about it, and it's kind of from a different perspective. It's honestly the core theme is like a coming-to-age story in a modern world about a black woman. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool to see from a different, like, we're obviously men, white white. men, (laughs) and it's just kind of cool to see it from a different perspective. Um, Beautiful vocals. The production on it was incredible. So this album was supposed to be put out, I don't know exactly, but like two years ago. It's been pushed back multiple, multiple times, and it's well worth the wait. Uh, It had some great features on it. Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad. uh, She's the first lady of TDE. Uh, Just a great a great blend with the rappers on TD and this debut album was outstanding. I think I personally think she's going to win breakout artist at the Grammys. Um, loved it. Loved it. SZA number yeah. three. All right. Uh, number two, we're both going to be the same. I'm, I'm assuming 444 by Jay Z. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to fathom. Like this is his 13th studio album yeah. and he's putting out this quality of music. I will go as far as say it's a top five Jay Z album. Yeah, um, I would say so. Yeah, it's just it 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 
makes dad rap cool. Like it's he's not talking about trapping. He's not right. talking about selling drugs. It's mature he's, rap. Exactly. Like he's talking about credit. He's talking about race. He's talking about his marriage, his children, his legacy. It's like, a very open and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vulnerable. Vulnerable yeah, album. Big time. Like this is just an example. So we find out that his mom is a lesbian. This is his 13th album and we right. don't know that. So the fact that he can keep pulling the layers back, like that's it, just cool. It's something that I wish Eminem would have done. Like yeah. I would have liked, maybe not the whole album, but I would have liked to seen a little more mature side. Like we got on walk on water right. across the whole album on revival. That's why it didn't, hit me as much as say a 444 did um, this this was a great album and the fact that it's only like 35 minutes long the fact that the quality of the songs are it just blows me away right so jay-z number two and again like i, I mentioned with the when we did the songs the individual songs themselves might not stick out but sure. when you throw them all together uh-huh. uh, that's what makes it just incredible for me yeah and uh just I just thought of this. So the first song on the album is Kill Jay-Z. Really, he, Jay-Z dies in this, and he becomes Sean Carter. Like, we right. get a mature adult album out of Sean Carter, and it's just cool to see. Um, I really want to check out the Family Feud video on Tidal. Uh, I don't have Tidal, but uh, the, the pictures that I've seen on Twitter look incredible. There's some actors, Beyonce and... Uh, Blue Ivy are both in it. Um, it looks great, so I can't wait to for that to go worldwide. Uh, number one, we both are in agreement. I think. Um, damn. 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 By Kendrick Lamar. Oh, just King Kendrick. King Kendrick. Uh, yeah, this album. I, I, I. There's so much to talk about with this album. It's so layered. It's so complex. It's so deep. The story is incredible. I. Th- I I will go as far as to say this. Kendrick Lamar, for me, for me personally, has solidified himself as a top five rapper of all time, in my mind. He's put out three consecutive classic albums. And, I mean, he could be on a a downward slope from here on out. And he could still be fucking amazing because of these three albums. Like, damn incredible. Like I said in the song category, he found a way to become the biggest, most popular artist on the planet, hip-hop, I guess, and the best. That's that's just me. And It reminds me of early Slim. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Where Slim was the most polarizing, the most popular, but wordplay and everything, delivery flow yeah. was the best. I you think, know what I mean? I think the one piece Eminem, and I'm not saying that Kendrick is better than Eminem, but I'm saying... Um, when when Kendrick puts out an album, it's a story. It, right. you, you have to right, listen right, to right, right. the whole thing. Whereas Eminem, he comes out. It, really, Eminem's albums aren't like you. I don't want to say they're not cohesive, right. but they're not like a concept. It's album. just a lot of uh, variety. Yeah. It shows his overall talent yeah. amongst every other thing that mm-hmm. he can do. Whereas Kendrick, yeah, it's very on point, very you know, yeah, cohesive. Uh, but yeah, but that's to me what I think of is to be the best. And to be the most popular, it's very hard to do. Oh yeah, because uh, usually once you get to that, you know, the top, you're you're going more poppy, or you're you know you're trying to make songs for the radio yeah. and stuff like that. And Kendrick has found a way to mix both of it. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. It is incredible. Like I can go into like what I think the theme is about, but uh, we don't have to do that because I, we've done it 
many times on the podcast, on my blog, so go check it out. Um, it's just very layered, um, religious, racial, social, just incredible, incredible. Can't say enough about Dam. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. If you haven't, you've been living under a rock, so that that is uh, what it is. All right, um, breakout artist, do you have three here? I do. Okay. Um, number three for me is Daniel Caesar. Uh, I would say... I. I when I say my number two, you might be like, oh, his album was lower, but you have him higher on the breakout. Um, Daniel Caesar, for me, he doesn't – I don't want to say he doesn't have the makings of a star. Like, he doesn't have, like, oh, my God, radio chart-topping potential s- vocals in my mind. His vocals are incredible, but he d- he doesn't – he puts out, like, deep-ass, like, puts-you-in-your-feels music, and that doesn't play on the radio as much as, like, a – a song to dance to, you right. know what I mean? And I don't foresee – maybe he'll make a, a, a hit one day. But this man makes good-ass music. And the Freudian album, I loved it. I, I flat-out loved it. Um, so, yeah, he is he is uh, number three for me. Okay, my number three Surprisingly, these are all R&B for me, so yeah. that's awkward. My number three is Khalid. Khalid. Uh, again, 19. We've said it all already. But 19 to be a superstar at that age. Uh, incredible, and I think it's only going to go up from here, mm-hmm. which is unbelievable to think about. So, uh, American Team was great. He got the two, you know, really famous singles. So, Khalid's my number three. Expecting okay. a lot from him going forward. Definitely, and piggybacking, Khalid is my number two. Uh, I have him above Daniel Caesar because he's put out two radio hits right. um, with Young, Dumb, and Broke and Location. Uh, like you said, the kid has potential. Uh, he's going to be a star, period, and he's excellent. So, Khalid, no- number two for me. My number two is probably your number one, if I had to guess, is SZA. Okay. Uh, incredible album. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never heard of her. The way she, you know, I put her, what, three or four? She kind of has, like, a weird voice. Right. Like, but I it's love unique. it. I love it's it. Unique. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to do what she's done. And she's getting recognition from everybody. Yeah. It's it's, it's pretty cool to see. I remember Diddy uh, on a Snapchat playing her album. And maybe it was Instagram Live. Like, he was playing her album. Yeah. Which, he, it, that just, I wouldn't have thought Diddy would be listening right. to a SZA album. Right. But. So, just incredible. Uh, again, another one where. She did great in 2017, Big and time. the future is only brighter. I foresee her winning at least a Grammy. So, uh, yeah, SZA was number one for me. Uh, great album. Um, the, that's all I have to say. I mean, yeah. she's just great. Right. My number one, uh, it's just is what it is. I went Cardi B. Okay. Uh, just because she was a nobody yeah. stripper, um, had probably the biggest single of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so she's everywhere right now. Mm. So uh, I, I had to give her the respect that I mean that maybe I don't like her music as much, but sure, she broke out. That, in a big that's way, fair. So. so this is going to be interesting. So let's move into best artist. Yep. Cardi B is my number three best artist. Okay. And like I, this is tough because I mean she's her music is not the type of music I'm like I'm gonna play on repeat. Right. Like it's the fact that she was the first female rapper to get a number one single i believe in like 16 years lauren hill was the last one to do it the fact that she came from a stripper nobody she didn't really have a song before that that's her she might have like a a mixtape like an underground mixtape but this was her coming out party and the fact that it's doing like i saw i saw a stupid little vine 
little video on Twitter of um, in New York, like the rail, the subway where you're standing to get on the subway, just everybody singing Cardi B playing out loud (laughs) and everybody knew the words. It's just that there is just shows you how big she is. She's not going away and you may not like her, but she's the next Nicki Minaj. And uh, that's why um, I I don't know if best is what I want to say here. Biggest is what I want to say. here. That's fair. And I think, best is biggest you know I yeah think it's right how you there. interpret it is Mine, up for grabs. my my biggest and best were more uh established people that just continued to that's fair to make it you know unbelievable music my number three i went ed sheeran and okay uh just that whole album was incredible i didn't put it on my top 10 it just it really missed uh-huh. just missed the cut um but just i mean the radio hits the success he was at game of thrones yeah um, forgot so, about that so, i mean just everything he did in 2017 work he had a big year he had a big year all right on m's album so yeah i did not see that one coming either uh all right number two for me we might be the same here i don't know uh jay-z number two for me uh 444 he came back um like like we said in the album category came back uh 13th studio album and he's putting out this quality of music the dude is incredible uh you know very vulnerable the thing that's my favorite is when artists of this caliber uh, they peel back more layers and we find out more about them and they're uh they're humble they're vulnerable and they're open and honest about their life and that's why they make good music uh beyonce and jay-z really have led us into their life through their music and it's just a cool thing to see 444 was awesome jay-z is still one of the best to ever do it, and he's my number two. Yeah, Jay-Z was my number four, so okay. I just missed my top three. Okay. My number two, I actually went Bruno. Okay. Uh, just an unbelievably big year for yeah, Bruno. He, he killed it. He just, he was, I think, like, damn near every song on his album, it felt like, was on mm-hmm. the radio. So uh, I had to give some love to Bruno and what he was able to accomplish. Okay. Number one, I we maybe will I, I would agree I would with on this. We would okay be on the same page. Yeah, here. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, we talked about it on the album section that he meshed best with biggest and most popular. The dude is incredible. Like like I said, he's put out three consecutive classic albums. Cla- the word classic gets thrown around here, but I think universally they're probably in agreement that they're classic albums. I, w- I would I would agree. Yeah. Like it, it's incredible. It, you 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 don't see that nowadays, right. and the fact that he has done it is just insane. And uh, he's just amazing. Can't wait to see him and the college football playoff. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And he, I can't wait to see what he's gonna do in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So agreed. Kendrick Lamar. Is Kendrick Lamar, your number one. Is. All right. Touched on it all. Period. All right. Let's move into some sports now. Some sports moments. So uh, this is more like your cup of tea, but um, I, I I had some I th- I feel like I have some pretty good ones here. Maybe some you didn't think of. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um, so number ten for me, you, this I probably doesn't make your list. Yankee sign Juan Carlos Stanton, and here's why I put that. I think it this one is more for the future. Like this is the significance of the rise the of evil the evil empire. empire yeah. Yes, and. Uh, they're going to be good in 2018. I, I, they, I really think they are. Um, they have Aaron Judge and Stanton now, and this is just the moment where money may buy you a championship. Yeah. Um, so the evil empire is rising again, and the Yankees are going to be good again, it looks like, and the signing just 
is significant of that. So my number 10, I went with Michigan winning the Big Ten basketball tournament. Okay. Uh, if you remember when they were flying to go, uh, the plane when it was going up That's like, right. almost crashed. That's right. Uh, they had to like get off the plane and they had to fly in that morning. They had mm-hmm. to play in practice jerseys for the whole tournament because they couldn't get their luggage yeah, off the plane. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, so it was just a really cool moment for them to okay. kind of band together. Uh, understand there's a lot more in life than just playing basketball, uh, but they were able to go out and be relaxed basically and end up winning the Big Ten tournament. So Michigan basketball is my number 10 sports moment of the year. That is cool. I I forgot about that one. Uh, So this one might piss some people off. Uh, The NFL kneeling at the National Anthem uh, is my number nine. Um, You may not agree with it. Uh, I have had multiple heated conversations with multiple people, including my family, uh, who don't agree with this, um, but it's a First Amendment right, and uh, they are protesting peacefully. Uh, say what you will, but it opened the conversation. Kaepernick doing this, we wouldn't be talking about it if Kaepernick didn't initially do this, and who knows the stature. Maybe he'll be a Martin Luther King. That might be a hot take in the future, but um, may, he opened the conversation, and the kneeling this whole throughout this year, I think – was a big deal and i think it was a big moment in sports yeah uh, that one probably should have made my top 10 i, I it's not really that. a one moment right. like it's a continuous thing right. but i need it i think it needed recognition yeah. so my number nine uh on a much lighter topic it was just really funny to watch uh bryce harper charging the mound against the san francisco giants <laughs> when he like tried i missed to, this one he know. tried to fling his helmet at the pitcher and completely missed and then he <laughs> Landed a couple haymakers <laughs> just to see, like, the star of baseball who's always – his big thing is make baseball fun. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of the villain of baseball, yeah, though, right? But like, yeah. But he's also, like – he's just – you love him or you hate him. Yeah, he's polarizing. Uh, he's, he's, he's awesome to Hopefully watch. he's a cub. He will be a cub <laughs> next year. Um, so it, it was just – it was one of those, like, small moments where, you know, it's a long season, but when I think back to this year in baseball, that was one of the funniest moments was him charging the mound so that was my number nine i like it all right uh number eight for me uh i'm not a big golf guy but uh i know that sergio garcia yeah. is kind of he he's, he was due, number two he was due for one yeah so he won the masters and it's just kind of a cool thing because he's cool. been chasing it for a long time uh and like i said i'm not a golf guy so i can't elaborate really on it but uh yeah, no, it was, that was a cool moment it was so. very cool my number eight i went with serena williams winning the australian open while pregnant wow that's on my list too yeah, a little that, higher, i mean that was that's incredible to yeah. think that you could have another human being inside <laughs> yeah. of you and still be the best at what you do physically uh, uh that's just remarkable so yeah. that was my number eight that's how it, it's crazy this is that was on my list too all right number seven for me um mississippi state snapped UConn women's 111-game win streak. Um, incredible. Just incredible. Uh, the, the fact, final four. The fa- yeah, the fact that they had a streak that long and that it got snapped, uh, it's a big moment. And yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. My number seven, I went with the Nashville Predators making a run to the Stanley Cup Finals. They did lose, um, but they snuck in as a wild card. They beat my Blackhawks in four games, clean sweep. Uh, the city of Nashville was just rocking for every NHL playoff game. Uh, kind of like made hockey popular in Nashville. Um, it was a really, really cool scene every time they played. Um, so I had to put that on there as my number seven. Okay, cool. Uh, number six for me, J.J. Watt raised 
$37 million for Hurricane Harvey when his goal was initially 100000 yeah. Uh Just incredible to see celebrities and everyday people rally for people of the hurricane. We both had people connected to yes, the hurricane. both of our sisters. Yeah, uh, both of our sisters were down. My sister went to Houston, and your sister teaches in Houston. So it's just insane to see this and to kind of be apart from it yeah. from afar uh but the fact that jj raised the money is just a very cool thing yeah so my number six was actually i think your seven it was the yukon women's team losing in the final okay. four i was watching that game it was incredible uh mississippi state's little point guard she was just this little short thing it was just dominating uh it was very cool to see it would have been even cooler if they would have ended up winning the championship yeah they didn't but Still, to beat UConn, you basically won the damn championship. Yeah, so pretty much, pretty uh, much. That's my number six. Okay, number five for me. You already said it. It was a little bit higher on my list. Serena Williams won the Australian Open while pregnant. Just unfathomable to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know how far along she was. I don't know if. I think she was like a couple months. Really? Yeah. Even, that's incredible, yeah. too. I mean, like. It's just unfathomable. I, I couldn't even imagine. But uh, the fact that it happened, it, it deserves some recognition. Yeah. So, My number five uh, was the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. Wow. Okay. Uh, just just because no one thought it, it would was happen. ever going to happen. And then all of the crazy shit at the press conferences. Definitely. A lot of uh, shit talking. Yeah. It was just it was great. It was an unbelievable moment. It was actually a fairly decent fight. Um, you know, it did get stopped. Uh but I mean, it was just—it was really cool yeah. to see two of the most popular fighters in different sports uh-huh. come together and fight. It was really cool. So Definitely, that was my number five. To piggyback, number four for me, Mayweather McGregor. Uh, McGregor looked like he actually had it in the bag at the beginning, First but three or four. Rounds. Yeah, but Mayweather kind of did his thing. He yeah. was a businessman in the ring and uh, kind of proved himself at the end, and obviously won. Uh, yeah, it was. It's just a cool moment. I'm as not a, a, as a skeptical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not a big boxing guy, but when these big pop culture figures come together and they fight, it's a big moment, and uh, it was pretty cool. Even if it wasn't like the greatest fight right. of all time. My 2018 goal is to get Trey hooked on the UFC. Okay, I've wow. gotten him to watch a little bit. You have, you have. I'm gonna get you to watch some more. Okay. Uh, cool my number it. four, I went with Clemson football beating Alabama. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling like mine are just gonna be like one up from what you've heard. Yeah, well, my say, number one is kind of okay. Uh, but anyway, so number four, Clemson. Deshaun Watson, just unbelievable. Uh, you know, we talked about the Yankees being the evil empire. Bama's kind of the evil mm-hmm. empire of uh, college football. You get that they had lost the year before in yep. a heartbreaking fashion to win in just an unbelievable fashion. Uh, it was just a, it was honestly one of the best college football games I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and excited we get part three tomorrow. So yep. uh, that is my number four. Uh, that was my number three. You, you said everything. We get uh, part three. Uh, tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. I actually have Clemson beating Bama. I do too. Um, yeah, I just Clemson beats Bama and Bama just kind of you all. They're always there. They're always like you the just best team. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they're not the best team, like in the casual football fans' mind, right. they're the best team. Right. And the fact that Clemson took them down was just a cool thing. So that's my number three. My number three 
is the New England Patriots coming back. Wow. 28-3. to Okay. Deficit to win the Super Bowl. We were watching Absolutely insane. I was super pissed off. Yeah. I hate the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady. Um, but to make that comeback, I can't I can't not respect that yeah. and show it some love. Uh, it was just an unbelievable thing um, to witness, to watch. Uh, so got to give it the respect. Yeah, That's it's, my number it's insane. Uh, number two for me, the Astros win the World Series after Hurricane Harvey in Houston. Uh, just just a really cool thing. They, they honestly don't really connect, but just the fact that the city suffered right. and then they kind of got to celebrate. They, with they them. rallied behind the yeah, Astros. Yeah, exactly. Rally, rally behind the Astros after a big natural disaster. It's always a cool thing. So uh, that's number two for me. That is also my number two, the okay. Astros. Uh, again, just rallying behind it, similar to like Boston Strong during yeah, the Boston Marathon. Exactly. Uh, to win in Game 7 in Dodger Stadium. So, I mean, it was an incredible run. Uh, kind of pissed the Cubs weren't in there. But yeah, but yeah. I was happy to see the Astros. I was Astros happy to win. see the Astros win. So that was my for number sure. two. All right, number one for me, you already said it, the Patriots come back on the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Just We were watching it, man. We thought, I mean, at, at half, even into the fourth quarter, we're like, God damn, yeah. I, the Falcons. Who yeah. would have thought the Falcons would Kicking win? that ass. And then the dumbass didn't, you know, they – didn't run start the ball. throwing the ball exactly taking and sacks and then the julian edelman catch yeah if they would have just run the ball run the clock out it would have been the falcons would have won but patriots come back it was just an insane super bowl first super bowl in overtime first overtime in super bowl yeah. history I think. I think um check me on that one but uh just an incredible game like you said, pissed me off because I'm not a big Patriots fan, but uh, incredible game. Got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, my number one, and this is probably surprising to you, but I was lucky enough to be a part of it a couple times. It kind of swept the nation. Um, it was one of the cool things. It's why we love sports. I went with the Wave oh, at okay. the University of Iowa football games. After the end of the first quarter, they look at the Children's Hospital yeah. and the Wave. Uh, you know, we I took my college roommate there. He started crying. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, cool. it's just a cool thing. Oh, for sure. Everybody turning around, waving at these kids who are going through so much. Uh, there's a lot more than wins and losses, yeah. especially in Iowa City. Um, you know, so it, it's just a really it was a really cool thing to to see mm-hmm. and then to be a part of. And that's would, why for me, it was my number one sports yeah, moment. Yeah, for sure. I, it's an incredible thing. I haven't gone up there since they started that tradition, but um, I think even more so, it's cool to see how big it's gotten on a yeah. national scale. Like, every time Iowa is on TV, they talk about it. Yeah, and like, it's we're the, not going to go to commercial. Yeah, we're it's, gonna it's the it. main thing. And SVP's talked, yeah. he actually talked about it last night. He talked yeah. about it when it first happened. And he kind of made a good point. He said it's not often. Tradition is something that takes a really long time before it becomes a quote-unquote tradition. Tradition. He's like, this is something that from the very first moment you saw it, you're like, okay, this is going to be an awesome tradition. Yeah. And it is. And and they did it at Yankee Stadium Mm -hmm. for the bowl game. They they waved. Um, You saw people, the other teams were waving. When they would go on the road, they were even waving. So it was just a really, really cool thing to see. And, you know, in a, a crazy year of politics and news and even sports, um, something that everybody can unite behind uh, and support. So that's why it's my number one sports moment of 2017. Yeah, that, very cool. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, I did think about it, but it, it's a great – it's a cool yeah. thing for sure. All right, best athletes. Uh, this was kind of hard for me. I mean, 
lot to choose from, obviously. Uh, number three, I went Kevin Durant. I didn't show any love to the NBA in the moments, so I had to show a little love to kind of the super team and the face of that super team in this previous finals, which was Kevin Durant. Finally got his ring. Uh, kind of became the villain of the NBA. A lot of people dislike him now, but uh, you can't you can't hate on the guy when he has the ring. So uh, he, he killed it, and he got his ring, so... My number three. three, I split them for three. Okay. I went Tom Brady okay. uh, winning another Super Bowl, the fashion they wanted. And then I went Aaron Judge. Uh, it was His all year. hell Judge. It was everything was Aaron Judge. Everything was Yankees. Uh, you know. And you thought, you, I remember you saying, like, you thought you, it was going to kind of die out at the beginning. Right. And I still don't think he'll be able to repeat this every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta give it credit because 2017 was his year. Oh yeah, I mean, it, he was he was incredible. Would so. you go as far as say he's the face of the MLB? Because I no, know we do, were talking about yeah, that. I, I still think it'd probably be Harper, Trout. Okay, uh, maybe even Kershaw you could throw in there. Sure, um, but he's definitely up there. Yeah, he's he's now going to be the the face like the villain of baseball. Yeah, I would say. Okay, cool. Uh, number two for me, I went Jose Altuve. Uh, we, we talked about the Astros winning after Hurricane Harvey. He was kind of the face of that franchise. Uh, he won MVP, he won right? MVP over yeah. Judge. Yeah, so uh, just a cool thing. He had a great year, and uh, the whole storyline behind the Astros uh, propels him into number two for yeah. me. My number two, I went with LeBron. Okay. A little bit of homerism, but, I mean, to me, just – you could argue physically the greatest athlete of all time just for sure from a physical standpoint yeah. uh you know he's 33 now he just turned 33 but to be 32 and still put up mvp type numbers yeah at that age after that many minutes to get to h his eighth straight final i think or sixth straight final set maybe uh is just remarkable so i had to give him the love and respect he deserves for sure all right number one you already said him but uh tom brady the comeback i mean incredible and then just the fact to be that old and like he's in he's he's 40 40, right yeah yeah. 40 and you could argue he's having his best year like i mean the dude just gets older and keeps getting better it's just insane i know we've uh argued on this podcast Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, we both are Peyton Manning guys, but that doesn't. Um, it's not. That's not disrespect to yeah, Brady. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just you, you got to give credit where credit's due. We've exactly. said it multiple times, but uh, yeah, Tom Brady is incredible and uh, one of the one of the greatest. Oh, yeah. So top three at least. Yeah. Uh, my number one, I went Jose Altuve. Okay. Um, again, AL MVP. Everything to be what five six five seven, mm-hmm. be the best hitter in baseball. Um, to lead the Astros, he—I mean—he was a part of the Astros when they were horrible, when they yeah. were losing 90, 100 games a year. Um, so for him to be a part of the turnaround, uh, to win MVP in that type of fashion, uh, got to give him some love and some, some respect. So definitely Jose cool. was my athlete of the year. All right, all right. Uh, now I threw in some life moments. Uh, not really ranking them here. Um, we I put five on here, but. I don't really have five. I just want to kind of highlight some of my personal favorites. You know, this is just kind of a talking little session. Um, You know, probably the biggest thing I purchased my first house um, living. You know, it's it's, living large. We're out of the studio here, and it's just a cool thing. Um, Really, really, just an awesome accomplishment in my life. Um, 
yeah, and to, to live on the south side in Des Moines where I grew up, just just a cool thing, and I'm happy to and be it here. opened up the Are You Entertained podcast studios. Exactly, exactly. So uh, just just awesome, and I'm really happy with it. Uh, do you want to go back and forth? or No, I only really have one. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a new job, kind of a big yeah, boy I job. So did I. Um, you know, I will say it's not my passion, but it allows me to do my passion, and that is this podcast and my blog and the screenplays that I write. So um, the, the job provides me with the money, obviously, and then I get to do my passions kind of on the side, hoping that they blow up one day. So uh, the house and the job, just big accomplishments in my life. And then the blog, uh, the screenplays, that comes along with it and just the fun that I have with this blog, with this podcast, being here with you, Brandon. And uh, I also am proud of like the video aspect. I think we've really ramped up the YouTube channel. I do the pop culture dinner trays every Monday when I can. Um, we do this podcast bi-weekly and unfiltered cinematics. Yeah, unfiltered cinematics. Like we we've really ramped up the video aspect, and I think we've done a good job. And we're only going to get bigger, so um, I'm proud of that. Um, wanting to get into merch, like so we're we're just going to be doing a lot of the same, but then more and bigger. So yep. that's uh, that's 2017 for me. So. Mine, I really I got a job, so I should probably mention that. <laughs> uh, but the, the big one for me was I got the world's cutest puppy. There you go. Emmett Smith Ogden. There you go. Uh, little beagle. Uh, he takes up a lot of my time. It can be a pain in the ass. But, uh, he's a <laughs> I can confirm he is a little cutie. <laughs> he's a snuggler. He's cute. Gives you the sad puppy eyes. Big floppy brown ears. So uh, minus the fact that he had a massive diarrhea shit storm <laughs> on my floor today. Oh, uh, I still love him. Uh, so last year, last day of the year, and he's yeah, shitting, but yeah, it's okay. Yep, he's getting his demons out before 2018. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so awesome. I, I gotta say, becoming a, a little puppy father. That's that's great. Um, all right, so this is kind of the big one. 2017 MVP. I think last year we both agreed on the rock. Yeah, the rock. This one. I, it could have been a lot of people in my yeah, mind. This one was, I, I think last year was a little more clear cut. I think this one, I don't know. This one's kind of a hot take for me. Okay. So I'll say that. Um, so this is basically the one person, male or female, who dominated the most in 2017 across any or all platforms, music, movies, TV, or sports. Um, for Do you, you want me to just go first? Yeah, so, go for it. All right. Mine was Gal Gadot. Um, we agree again. Really? really? <laughs> See, it was between Gal Gadot and Kendrick for me. I yeah, wanted to I show. the same. Yeah, I want to show Gal Gadot some love just because of the significance of her role, not only from the, the movie side of it, like she, Wonder Woman needed to be successful right. in order for DC to move forward. We, we talked about that earlier, but just the, and I've said this before, just the significance of the role, like young girls look up to her now. And I saw a, a very touching video on her Instagram of um, her kind. I think it, it might've been for the promo of uh, justice league, but it was like a little girl coming up to her almost in tears, just like wanting her to sign something. And just that there is the significance of how big Gal Gadot is right now and how the significance of Wonder Woman. She's become a figure. Yes. An icon. An icon. Um, which is incredible. Definitely. So, yep. She is also my 20. We agree again. MVP. That's crazy. That's uh, 2018, crazy. we're going to break it. 
we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna break the we're streak. Gonna have new MVPs. <laughs> so wait a year. <laughs> no, all right. So now we kind of want to move into like 2018 anticipation uh, type things. Uh, we did not really fill out our like top ten, but we want to yeah, just kind of mention a few. We, yeah, we want to highlight some of the things we're looking forward to. We'll start out again with TV shows. Um, I'll just reel off my – I only have three here. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so Atlanta season two, loved the first season with Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. Had a huge year last year. Um, I foresee him having a huge year next year, and this will be the start of that. Um, Westworld season two, that was an amazing show, HBO show. Um, now season two is coming back along with Atlanta. I think they both took a year off, and now they're coming back. So – very excited for both of those season twos. And then the assassination of Gianni Versace. That's, yeah. Um, very excited because OJ, the OJ, OJ well. FX series was amazing. So I have high expectations for this one. And um, there's a lot you can go off of because it's a very complex right. story. But um, very excited to see that. And I think it comes fairly soon. I don't know if it's in January or February, but coming pretty soon so. yeah that one's at the top of my list i also put the office okay um, the revival just because it's it's intriguing yeah uh i also put roseanne did you see okay. they're bringing roseanne back i did I'm see not I, a huge roseanne i was never fan. a huge roseanne guy Me neither, but. but i'm curious to see how these reboots kind of do yeah for um, sure you know because we've seen will and grace have success so I'm, yep i'm curious to see how they do mm-hmm. the other one i kind of mentioned was uh the show 911. Uh, I think it's a Fox or CBS show. Oh with yeah, Connie Britton. I think I had. Like, yep. Yeah, that, I think that show looks intriguing, uh, so I might be checking that out. Okay. All right. Uh, anticipated albums. No, I had a lot here. Um, I only had a couple. Okay, so you you can go first on this one. Then. I just went with three that I would be, I am most excited for. One of them being Drake. Okay. Because uh, if he does a project, it's always something I'm going to listen to. For sure. Uh, number two for me would be Kanye. Yep. Um, we all thought it was coming yeah, this so year. Yeah, Dadbod Kanye is going to put out something. Mm-hmm. Um, so excited for that. The number one for me would be Chance the Rapper. Sure. Um, you know, he had so much success in 2016. Yeah. Um, Did you listen to his Christmas mixtape? Yes, yes. And it's actually was, really good. It was very good. Yeah. I was very impressed, actually. So, um, you know, with that... Um, with how much success he had in 2016, basically taking all of 2017 off, except uh, throwing, for the touring. You know, but uh, yeah, throwing a few, you know, random and we saw verses him. out there. We did see him. Yeah. Um, so I think the future is extremely bright for Chance. Oh I'm hell yeah! Excited to see uh, where he goes from here. So I'm excited for his 2018. Okay. Uh, really in no order here, but um, I'll just reel them off because I have a lot, a lot of anticipated albums. Number one being Anderson. Pack um, his last album Malibu. It was my favorite R and B album of 2016, and uh, I was really hoping I would we would get something from him in 2017. Or yeah, 2017. Excuse me. We did not, but that just means more than likely he's going to come out with an album next year, and I cannot wait. The dude is so talented. He plays the drums. He sings. He raps. Uh, Malibu was my number two album of 2016, and um, very excited to see what he has in store for next year. So um, that that that's definitely my number one. Um, then, really in no order, uh, we have Beer Bongs and Bentleys. That's Post Malone's next album. Uh, Rockstar did numbers. Uh, just hearing the features that potentially might be on this upcoming album. 
ranging anywhere from like Hank Williams to uh, Cheech and Chong to John Mayer to Nicki Minaj to just 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 all over the place weird features that kind of expand the genre a little bit. So uh, really intrigued about that John Mayer one. So that'll be cool. Um, you said, Brandy, you said uh, Kanye West. Looking forward to it. Whether it's called Turbo Graphics 17 or not, um, I'm excited to see what he has in store. The dude has kind of grown a gut, and I kind of am excited. I'm trying to. I'm maybe he he comes out with a little dad rap like Jay Z. Um, I would not hate that if he goes back to his old ways. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, King Push by Pusha T. Uh, he is the epitome of drug dealing, um, gangster rap. He had a song, Drug Dealers Anonymous, with uh, Jay-Z that's been out. I don't know if I th- it came out last year, but it's supposedly the first single on this album. Um, cannot wait. I hope we get it. It, I, it was supposed to come out this year, but um, I think he was focused more on uh, building his Adidas brand. So um, very excited to see what the good music president has in store for 2018. You mentioned Drake. Uh you know, anytime Drake comes out with something, it's going to be big. So uh, he said on the – what was the last line on do not disturb? Like, uh, I'll check back in 2018. You something know, like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, so we know he is probably going to be coming something in, with, uh, in 2018. So uh, it's going to be big, and I'm excited. Schoolboy Q, it was me- he mentioned that he was pretty much done with his album early this year. So um, – Fairly certain we're going to get some from him uh, next year. Very excited. Much like Pusha T, he's kind of the epitome of drug dealing, gangster rap, and um, there's a time and place for everything. Um, the only difference from like him and the other like trap rappers, they're actually lyrical, and I like that. Um, it kind of gets me hype, and it makes me want to do um, criminal things. Like it just puts you in a hype mood. So uh, I like Pusha T and Schoolboy. Uh, this one actually comes out January 12th. It already has a date. That is Apologies in Advance by Sylvan LeCue. I actually got an email from Sylvan LeCue. Uh, that was kind of cool. Um, he's kind of a under the radar artist. Highly recommend checking him out. Hopefully he blows up in 2018. He's great. He deserves the recognition. And uh, this album, I foresee being very good. Hopefully it gets the recognition. And then uh, Chance Rapper, you already mentioned. Um, I don't know 100% if he's coming out with something. He has mentioned that he might want to put out like a real album like that you have to buy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he puts out another free project, a stream only, um, something you have to buy. Um, but I did see a quote tweet from him that's saying he's uh, resting in 2018. So maybe the album is done and he's going to put it out and then not tour. But uh, um, hopefully he puts out something because uh, 2017 he toured, put out the Christmas mixtape and had a big year after Coloring Book. Um, and he's great. So hopefully he comes out with something. Um, yeah, so... We have uh, movies. Let's wrap Next. it up with movies. Wrap it up with movies, and then uh, maybe we can talk about some life goals if you really want. Um, yeah, so anticipated movies. Uh, you have a lot. I have kind of a lot. Um, I think we can both agree on like the Han Solo. Yes, Han Solo's on there. Um, although skepticism is right. there. Um, anticipated I'm, because it's there's so much unknown about it. Yeah. Uncertainty, I guess. Really hoping for a trailer soon. Yeah, yeah, so. that'd be nice. Considering it comes out in May. Yeah, exactly. So. 
uh, Avengers Infinity War. That's probably the number there. one for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the that, culmination of Marvel right, from 10 years. Right. So and that has trailer to be great. looked incredible. Definitely. So, uh, really excited about yep. that one. Stick with Marvel Black Panther. Black Panther. That's coming in March, March or believe, April. Something like that. Yeah. So. Um, that one looks incredible. Sticking with superheroes. I think Deadpool 2. Is that 2018 okay. or 2019? Yeah, you could be right. I don't know 100%. But if it is 2018, I'm definitely excited. Right. So um, Another superhero one. I think Aquaman is supposed to be yeah. slated for 2018. Yeah, I think in December. But yeah, yeah so that'll be cool. You know, That's got a lot of intrigue that, to it. A lot riding on it. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man 2 is supposed to come okay. out in 2018. Okay. Um, so, I mean, a lot of superhero movies. Yeah, are for sure. There, so. Um, one one that I want to say that we've already seen multiple trailers and it's coming out I think in March. Ready Player One. I yeah. I'm very intrigued with that. That that does look interesting. It looks kind of like a basically I, I foresee it being kind of a warning to society. Like it's about it's like, like virtual, virtual reality, reality yeah. and uh, kind of we're we're gonna see multiple pop culture figures in it that right. we already know. Like I've seen. Easter eggs where Joker and Harley Quinn are in it. Uh, the character King from the Kong. video game Overwatch, King Kong, Iron Giant's going to be in it. Yeah. So like we're going to see some cool things. It's a Steven Spielberg movie, so uh, I have very high expectations for it. Yeah. So is Molly's game out now, or is that an early 2018 so, release? So you could like I think it might be out now in select cities, but I okay. think it. I think it might go worldwide. Like I really in want to see that. Yeah, that there's cool. a lot of movies like that. Like. Um, Gotti, there's another yeah. that I know. There's a lot of turmoil with that. Like it was supposed to come out um, on Christmas, and then a week before they pushed it, and no one ha- really knows about it except for the trailer. Um, really, it's not been talked about a lot. But yeah. um, John Travolta is John Gotti. The trailer was dope, and Whoa. I can't wait for that. One other one that um, maybe you, a couple more that you maybe forgotten about, the Black Klansman. We okay. talked about it on yep. the podcast yep. a while back, but it's uh Is that Peel? Yeah. yeah he, no Peel. So he is going to be a producer yeah. and Spike Lee's directing. directing it, yeah. But um John David Washington, the dude from Ballers mm-hmm. and he's John or he's Denzel's, uh, Denzel's son. son, he's gonna be the star. It's a true story. That I foresee being really good. Hopefully Spike Lee doesn't pull um, what was his last fucking movie that was just terrible? Chirac. Chirac, yes. Oh my god, god awful. Yeah. Hopefully it's better than that. But with uh, Jordan Peele and his success at when Get Out, yeah. I foresee this being really good. Um, another one, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, that will be good. Queen yes. biopic. It's the the guy from um, Mr. Robot is the main character. Oh really? Yeah, and um. Really looking forward to that one. I think yeah. that one comes out in December, yeah. too. That, I, I do want to see that. That'll be cool. Um, and then I put A Wrinkle in Time. It looks weird, and I probably won't go see it, but I foresee it yeah. being Taylor like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So uh, I had to cut three other ones. Okay. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 Ooh. slated to come Ooh, out. Ooh, yes. That's an in- intriguing one. Hot take for me here, Wreck-It Ralph greater than Frozen. No. They came out in the same time period, Frozen and they're better. different, but I love Wreck-It Ralph. It was Ralph really good. good. Uh, Fantastic Beast 2 comes out in 2018. True. Johnny Depp. Yep. Um, that would be cool. The last one, you know I'm super excited about this. My girl Emily Blunt playing Mary Poppins. Oh, okay. And this... This isn't a remake. I think it's like a sequel. Is that right? Uh, it's a live action. 
I don't know. I don't know 100%. Yeah, I'm not sure. But and then a, we, huge Mary Poppins we talked about so. this before the podcast, but we don't know if yeah, the Lion, Lion King, King is coming. Yeah. They put out the cast, so right. I feel like it might be, but right. I don't know 100%. If it is, though, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Um, big year movies. Big year movies. We're hoping to go to more movies, yes. break down more movies. TV shows. TV we'll, shows. We'll do a couple together. Maybe maybe we can think of like a another video aspect for the YouTube channel where we could obviously not break down every fucking um, we'll just episode, but we'll just think of something. We'll, we'll live it. cast us watching a TV show. <laughs> We should we should live cast us watching like the newest season of Game of Thrones without watching any previous any of them, and then just be like, yeah, hey, be what weird. the fuck is going on? I don't even <laughs> is it? I might I don't know if it's coming next year. Yeah, I, think I think they're skipping a year, but yeah, yeah, we'll think of something. Yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of movies coming. Excited about that. Um, I have I don't know if you want have really any goals you want to talk about, but I do have at least one big thing I've been. Um, kind of teasing throughout the whole year. Yes, the big announcement. And I want to kind of announce it. So it's it hasn't officially been like in motion, but the pieces have been kind of in place. So I have a crazy documentary idea for the blog, for the um, YouTube channel. Um, so you, you're going to laugh at me. People may laugh, and that's fine. I have to accept that. But so obviously with this podcast, with the blog, we critique and we break down rap albums. So the thought process behind the documentary is basically if I critique a rap album, I have to make one myself because I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I have reached out to multiple producers um, about getting some beats. I want to make a concept album. I'm going to take it seriously. I, I'm actually going to try and put out like a Kendrick Lamar album. Like I want to fucking do this thing. I want to kill it. I want to make it as best as I can. Obviously I'm not a rapper. So the doc, I I want the documentary side of it is going to be the behind the scenes, me going out um, and meeting these producers, making the beats in my studio, me writing stuff. Um, I'm going to interview, maybe Brandon will be on it. I'm going to interview my family, my friends, like, um, through a whole process like did you think he could do it in the beginning and then hear it in the end and be like okay it actually sucks or yeah it's actually good like so oh, it's gonna be like apart, dog. what's I'm that rip yeah it rip me apart it'll make the documentary better so um that that's the big announcement um it's been in motion i've been in touch with multiple producers um i already have a concept in mind but it's gonna be a full documentary it's gonna I even had this idea, and I probably shouldn't even say this, but because nothing has been in motion for this part. But if it turns out the way I envision it and the way I want it, I would want to maybe like reach out to someone like uh, Floor Cinema to maybe make it an actual premiere and like get our friends and our family together to a big red carpet premiere locally. Um, so I have big plans. That's the big big goal of. 2018 with this podcast i also want to kind of set aside some time to um, work on some screenplay stuff uh want to become a better person obviously uh maybe if a girl wants to shout at me uh, it's been a minute so yo girl holla at me and uh maybe 2018 could be cool that way so uh yeah so uh also um another big thing i'm still gonna try and get on big brother uh it was a big push last year but i'm gonna make a new um audition tape and send it in and we'll see what happens there so uh, 2018 is going to be fun the big thing though is the album documentary uh, i'm really excited about it so uh, please 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 subscribe to our youtube channel 
Um, we're going to put it actually on the blog and um, maybe partner with some other sites. I have some people that I've been talking to about trying to get eyeballs on it. So uh, I really want to make this thing big. And um, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, stressful. It's going to be hard, but I'm excited about the um, the opportunity. And it's really going to be an experiment. Obviously, I'm not a fucking rapper, um, so it could be trash. You know, who knows? But um, I believe in my writing abilities, and uh, so if I get some cool beats and some, um, it, it, I'm, I'm excited. So, what do you think about that? I'm here for it. You're here for I'm it. I'm here for it. All right. Any uh, big goals you want to talk about? I mean, any anything nah. going on? I mean. Keep it straight. Keep it straight. Live for the moment, Trey. That's deep. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, so it, it's been a great year. Um, Are You Insane has grown. Um, we're, we're really in 2018 for the brand. I'd like to see a bigger following grow a little bit. So um, if you could, if you're a listener, if you could put your friends on to us, uh, if you could retweet us, if you could tweet out our links, like, that would be just I would be forever grateful. We want we want to get as many ears and eyeballs on us as possible. We want to grow this thing and uh, maybe like the dream is to rival like a, a bar stool, you know what I mean? So um, that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. We're going to push it in uh, 2018. We're going to hopefully have more content and we're just going to have fun. Um, when this, when this stops being fun, we're going to stop doing it. So, um, we we're having fun doing this and, uh, it's, it's just always fun to talk about shit that we're passionate about. So, uh, we thank you for being a fan and for listening and watching and, uh, reading and just, yeah, we appreciate you. Um, any last words for 2017, oh, thanks. Brandon? Thanks for the, uh, the. We know what your final words will be, but yeah, you know, th- yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks, for, thanks for watching everything. We appreciate it. Uh, excited for 2018. Make it bigger and better. Um, you know, we we do have a lot of fun doing it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed as much as we do. Hell yeah! Like always, stay safe. Let's get fucked up. Yeah. Woo!